It was not vampires that brought the red-headed Yulia with her endless-seeming optimism to the Outland Valleys, but rather two things. Stories and truth. And it wasn't departing from the ways of Moore's hunters that she endeavored toward the second. The Silver Temple, ancient and caked in ash and disuse, was nestled in the mountains in the burning shadows of the Ashmouth. The only way to get there was the treacherous winding path in the Needle's Eye, avoided by all but the mad and the dead. Yulia wasn't sure which one she was or was to be, but she was willing to take it. There was much in there waiting for her. Speakers of knowledge trapped in its ancient walls and ancient stones. She smiled her usual confident smile. A guise that no one saw, but she felt on her face nonetheless. A reflex, as she lazily grazed her hand along the rough-hewn walls of the staircases toward her goal. This land had forgotten. Forgotten what it was like before the angels. The people reliant. The vampires confident, but contained. And any talk of gods... Vanished. That was no more. Not today. Today, she would find proof. Find proof that her stories led somewhere. That life didn't serve faith, but rather the inverse. She would take this whole temple down, demon and trap, one step at a time. She would get there. Or die trying. Uh, hi internet, welcome back to Curse of Estrad. I had a pretty heavy episode last time. Um, most of our adventures kept themselves staying in the village of Kresk. Um, they were offered a location to stay and had used it for, I guess that was second night, uh, a total of two nights staying in the residence of uh, the Burgomaster of Kresk. I forget the exact terminology they use for that one. Excuse me. Uh, anyway, either way, uh, staying in the Baron's house, um, they found themselves having uh, multiple strange things happen to them during their stay, but when they were preparing to leave and head back to Colossus, uh, searching to find either new allies or at least having figured they exhausted their resources here, um, there was an incident. While Grove had been separated for his own personal exploratory reasons, the rest of them went to investigate this uh, visitor at the gate, an individual yelling at the top of his lungs and bringing news that Palas had, if not fallen, been attacked. He ranted about damages and events that had happened during the previous night, and before giving too many explicit information, was attacked himself by a, a high-speed projectile that nailed him to the front gate of Kresk. Uh, a few of our adventurers took pursuit, a few of them stayed to investigate, others planned for siege, but before anything got too far, they were visited by uh, Strephon Maurer, who came to uh, gloat, as it were, somewhat successfully, somewhat not, <laughs> um, but who spoke to them about his growing impatience and boredom and extended a personal invitation to visit him in his home, a feast that he would offer. After receiving this, uh, he relayed more information relating to uh, those he spoke with at the time, and then departed. However, one of these was an enigmatic reference to 
some mistrust or lack of communication between uh, Faustus and what was decided upon to be Conrad and seemed to be correctly so. They met up for a fateful meeting over by the graveyard of Kresk, uh, one of the graphs they had there, and had a long conversation about the past and the circumstance that led them here, resulting in it coming out that Conrad had been the eventual killer of Arcelia as she had died those years ago. An accord was struck for the moment, not necessarily peaceably, just a silence and continuing the journey nonetheless. Nobody pulled a knife. I mean, this is a little bit, went a little bit better than your last showdown. Yeah, I didn't get shot. <laughs> um, well, at least physically anyway. But as they split up from that and some of the other zombies were hidden out in the woods before preparing to leave, uh, that is where we left off. Conrad, uh, just a moment earlier, Faustus had separated himself from you after spending a long time in silence. Uh, time it took him to raise undead, wait to raise them again, and pull even more up from the ground before taking them out into the woods via a very sideways path. What do you do when he separates himself from you? Hmm. Let's see, it's the middle of the night, right? No, actually. Oh, right. It is uh, post-midday. Right. Things went very fast. It felt like a middle-of-the-night thing. It's emotionally, it effectively was, but... Perhaps because we record in the middle of the night. A time. Uh, it was a different thing. <laughs> uh, I guess Conrad's just going to sort of limp back to the uh, limp back to the house they're staying at. All right. Um, it is now, I suppose, prudent of me to ask, where are the rest of you at this point in time? I'm trying to remember what my deal was at the yeah, moment. Yeah, no, same. I'm trying to remember what happened before the thing. Before shit went down, I was in a shitty place, but then stuff happened. You had received a flower, a gift, uh, gift of some individual, <laughs> delivered by Is it magic? Strephon. No. Um, oh, I know. I walk up to uh, our paladin and I hand him the shovel and say, any more than this to dig yourself out of this one. ba <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see that happen, so I guess I don't yeah. know. Uh, <laughs> um, but that's about the extent of anything that did happen with you. Illyria's at the door trying to get people stronger than her to help her get this bolt out. When you say trying to get people stronger than her, are you just commissioning random guards there? Big guys. Hey, I need your help. Please? I want this. It's important. I need to research it. Can they struggle for a second when I walk over and just pop it out? Yes. Uh, <laughs> sure, I'll definitely accept that. Because at first, actually, it's them kind of... It's not specifically them debating about physically pulling it out for a moment, and more about the looking to superiors to see if they should move such a thing at this point in time, or even touch it. I touched it. It's fine. I promise. It won't hurt you. I just need it. I need it. Oh, all right. One of them, kind of a gruff man with a beard and helmet kind of off-kilter on his head, strolls over and puts a hand on it, and just yanks back. There's a groaning noise of the wood as it try as he tries to rest it free, but see as his hand just kind of slips over the surface of it. Um, and just he tries to regrip it with his other hand, and then lean back and pull with both. But despite being uh, many pieces of etched metal, he just doesn't seem to have enough power on doing it. Takes where a is, moment. Where is Grimhill? I presume Grimhill is strolling up I'm right now. Around. Yeah. Grimhill just walks up and puts a boot on the door and just tries to pop it out of there. Um, 
It's not going to be a particularly hard one, but do roll me an athletics check. Yo, just who got an at 20? That's 27. Yo, what's up? Okay. Yes. Um, you just place your boot against the side and then just pull. And it's not even wiggling it back and forth and making a space to the splintering sounds or more groaning noise of the wood itself. You just pull. And though your muscles bulge for a moment of time, it just slides out with a out of the wood. A few spray uh, splinters, but other than that, pretty well put together. You didn't bend it or anything in the way out either. Does it look evil? Um, it looks a bit odd, considering having pulled it just out of... Uh, the body of a human as well as the door. It's a plus two jerk bolt. Um, the wrenching, of course, was not quite as wet as you would consider the sound from a human body, I presume. Well, well yeah, yeah, because um, it... it, it like, exactly. There is a kind of clinging to it that made you give a less difficult, but just otter kind of tacky resistance towards the end. Um, but yeah, as you pull it free, it doesn't seem to emanate anything. Um, it's just got the spooky carvings. A number of carvings, and now that you've actually pulled it out, you can see more carvings that go further up it, uh, all the way to the point, which is kind of a, a simple thing, barbed on one end to make it uh, harder to remove from something. Very possibly gonna, it gave it trouble for some people. I was going to ask if it was actually sharp on the end, or if this was just a cut-off steel pipe that just into the wood. <laughs> it is not really force. <laughs> So yeah, as you get a look at it, um, you see as before uh, etched images of sheep down at the bottom, rams. And above them over circle, a kind of spiraling pattern of falcons. And then above that, bats mingling between the certain points. And then it keeps going up to a line of what seems to be clouds and a number of heavy drop shapes. And then all above that are two eyes on either side of what seems to be a human heart. All of this just Anatomical hearts or the simple heart? Anatomical heart. Ooh, that's impressive. These all seem to be etched into the kind of boxy shape of this bolt near the um, right below the point itself. It turns more uh, circular as you go up from there, but uh, just kind of a darkened color to the otherwise silvery metal. What's it made of? Uh, Iron. I'm sure you said that last session. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Grimheld. I need to go ask people who are more learned than me about this. She shrugs and hands the weird spiky thing to you. She cheerfully skips off. Going to look for Faustus. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Max? Yeah, what's up? Can I revise my estimate of where Conrad went? I figure out where he actually would have gone. Sure. He's going to the Abbey for guidance. Interesting, alright. Uh, and what about Nick? Where is he at this current point in time? Um, I guess, because I believe last time we kind of cut away from him and Grimhild when they were chasing after the dude, right? Uh, you ended up not catching him, then returning yeah. back uh, to okay. the wall. In time for our little exchange with uh, more. Right. Yes, you were there for that. Um, that's about the extent you saw. Uh, let's see. Well, I assume there's still, like, there's not anything that they're not leaving for Palas, so he's just kind of chomping at the bit, waiting to go to see what the hell happened to Palas. Sure, definitely fine. Um, so just kind of, uh, waiting at the home or waiting kind of near the gate itself? Way near the gate. Sure. Uh, so worth noting, you would have seen that entire thing happen there between, uh, well, (laughs) the bolt being wrested free from the door and the others investigating it. Okay. Um, all right. But, uh, Conrad, you make the trudge through the 
much thinner than it was before snow. This is a lot of slush starting to cake and ice over the top rather than being powder. The day is not particularly heavy in any sort of precipitation. And you make your way up the uh, layered path until uh, once again you find yourself uh, near the heavy gates that make up the entrance and the immaculate outside of this pristine abbey. Um, there is no motion for you first arriving there that you can uh, hear some sounds of muffled conversation happening from within the small house kept just outside the gate. I will knock at the door of the house this time. As you let out a series of knocks, you hear God, I wish I remembered the voice I did. <laughs> I remember one part, but one second. Uh, there's some scuffling noises of it sounds like cloth being pulled on, um, a bottle being set on something. And then the door opens, and you see similarly shrouded uh, under the fur-trimmed coat, um, what you presume is one of the individuals you saw before, face kind of deeply kept under this hood that's been pulled so far forward, as they also gaze down, and <laughs> which also doesn't help that they are shorter than you. Mm -hmm. What's... What are you looking for, Wander? If at all possible, I'd like to enter the Abbey. I'm having rather a crisis of faith right now. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can speak with the Abbess for you, but not too many people enter the Abbey these days. I would appreciate it if you did. Thank you. The one you're speaking to makes kind of a jabbing motion with their head to the side. Um, the other individual further in kind of makes a lull noise, but a shrug and steps further uh, further out past you, weaving between the two of you and makes their way to the heavier doors. You hear some crunching noise and sliding of snow as they're slowly eased open just enough for someone to slip through and then immediately closed after. The one that you stay with doesn't seem to make any conversation, um, just kind of stands there, cloak completely occluding them as they pull it in just kind of a drape around themselves. Fair. It is not a quick wait. Um, a number of minutes pass by. Um, five, seven. Is there any particular... Uh, is he just patiently waiting for that amount of time? Or? I lean against the wall, but otherwise he's just spending some quality time with his thoughts. Ah, <laughs> uh, good times. Me, my thoughts, and I. Around 12 minutes or so, you hear once again the shh of the snow and ice being shifted. and. You see the pristine, not quite radiant image of the abbess, low by again, her dark cloth emblazoned with white and silver, her exceptionally pale skin, and her immense height. She almost glides over the ground towards you, hands kept down low. My inquisitor, what? I hear you are having issues. Yes. Are you wishing to commit your faith at the shrine itself, further inside of the chapel? I was mostly hoping to have your guidance, wherever it is you would care to give it to me. I'm not sure why you would seek it in these times. It seems many are fit to pursue their own ways, but still, I will be happy to offer it wherever you are comfortable. If you wish to enter the Abbey, I will need to speak with you about other things. But if you do not, I will feel free to listen to whatever you wish to say. I will miss you out here. Very well. She makes... A raised motion of their hand, and then just kind of a forward nudge. Uh, and you see the cloaked figure next to her, as well as the one waiting at the uh, entrance of this little shack. Um, both 
move until they completely end up behind her and return inside the abbey itself, shutting the door behind them. Do you wish for a drink? Or at least to get out of the weather? I'll be alright. Very well. She stands there, and the door behind her, outlining it almost, uh, her in the center, almost like a statuary that you would see out in front of any other church. And she just nods slowly. I'm here. What are you wishing to find? Something to fight for. My purpose. I'm beginning to lose it. I... He sort of rubs his hand over his face. Everything I've done here in Stencia feels like it's been a colossal failure. And why is that? In my efforts to strike out into the wilderness, to do some good, to grow my strength and grow allies, Innocent Town has been struck. And that is entirely because of you. To hear the to hear the opinion of the person who did it, it was apparently because he was bored of waiting for us. Hmm. And you gauge that as your father? I'm certainly among those to blame. And even worse, the few people I considered allies. The one man I've considered my friend, I failed them too. How? Well, in general, I assume when I walked in, you could sense the corruption on me. I am Nabas. I take care of those who seek for refuge. Corruption is not something I could sense any more than intent. And beyond that, it is beyond not only my means, but my focus. I'm here to care for those who need it. Yes, well, he pulls out his um, silver Abyssinian cross and pushes it to his uh, forearm, making it sizzle and hiss, I assume. Uh... It's not so much that it sizzles and hisses. That's not really exactly. It makes it red and itchy. It's a lot closer to that, yes. It's. Your flesh does not care for it. It's not some sort of instantaneous acid. It's more of a being in contact with it is unpleasant. And you can see as the skin begins to flake around the edges of where you press it down. Yeah. I'll sort of pull it away and show the imprint of the cross. Hmm. It is worth noting at this moment in time that her expression has not changed. And it's also worth noting that that is, in all accounts of any time you've met with angels or priests or anything of similar, is odd. You have not known any that would not react to such news. Right. And is that, too, one of your failures? Perhaps my second greatest. And I'm beginning to see a lot of similarities between the silver and my allies. Powerful tools, powerful weapons but ones it seems I can't let too close. You view people as weapons? I don't wish to, but when I try to get closer, it seems I'm doomed to failure sometimes. There are many things in your life that seem to be weighing on you, and I do wish I could assuade them. But you seem to have spent many a time in many a situation that has led you down the path to where you are. And this is not to say it's fruitless. This is not to say that I do not see a way forward. In fact, much the opposite. I do not act to know upon all that you have been through. But the fact that you come here searching for recompense, perhaps, or direction at the least, proves that you wish things to go well. How could I not? How could you not? But these are not losses that have lost you. Tell me, why is it that you fight? You are an inquisitor, a man of not just the church, but one of arms. Why is it that you came this far? Because I believe in humanity, and I believe it deserves to be protected against a 
against the land that is trying its damnness to snuff it out. Good. Then let me ask you once more. On what accounts, on whose discussion, are you found a failure? Who has told you this? Myself, I suppose. And is that all? Well, one that I have personally wronged, but I try to make up for that every day. Then you seem to have done much. I, I care for what I can. I maintain the places I live and the people around me. And I have done much, and I intend to do more. But there will always be those who view what you do as incorrect. And if you have done wrong, then continue to do what you need to try and make it right. But you seem to be abandoning hope, which hope is the one resource we have here. The one that is so hard to capture, but will actually change anything. That's the first time you and I have disagreed. I'm not abandoning hope. I'm grasping for it. I need anything, anything to fight Excuse the dark. Me, then. You were losing it. Yes. My choice of words was incorrect, but the statement remains the same. You seem, however, then we disagree on another instance. You seem to consider hope the means to your end, and I consider it almost the ends to everything else. You need hope before you can attempt anything. You don't fight because it may lead to hope. We fight because we have hope. So let me speak to you plainly. If that is what is being lost to you, I cannot fix that. But I can tell you that that is what here needs. Do you know the last time there was an Inquisitor who came out this far? He winces softly. Yes, I believe so. It didn't work out the way she intended, from all accounts I heard. And everything I saw. But in those days she was here, in this town, the world seemed to change. She was a powerful force, that partially, I suppose, many people don't see Inquisitors. But I don't believe it was specifically her. I think it was that she was attempting something. You seem to be attempting something. You seem to have the drive until this moment to go far. But I also find that I have never seen Inquisitor attempts to change anything that hasn't resulted in bloodshed. And this is not to say that that is wrong. This is to say that to expect that for there not to be seems foolish. Did you attack that town? No, I was simply not there to defend it. But you have some gift to be in multiple places at once. Does the angels bless you with something as mighty as that? Not yet, I suppose. I doubt they ever will, for I think that is even beyond their power. I see what you're saying. The people need me to be more than myself. They need me to be a symbol. That is part of it, yes. But not all of it. You also need to accept that as much as they can use a symbol, it doesn't have to be you. You have placed so much burden upon yourself. You expect everything to be clean, or at least be in a way that you can take responsibility for it. You expect to be maybe not a hero, but the one who accomplishes this. But it doesn't have to be, and I admire the act of fighting for it, and I admire doing that. But this does not make every mistake yours. This does not make every setback something earth-shattering. Were you here a year ago, when Shadow Grange nearly collapsed? When many individuals passed away and rose up as the undead? No. No. Did you even hear about that incident? I don't suppose a word of it reached out beyond these valleys. It was mentioned in passing, if anything. Did you feel responsible? I suppose not, but... Did you think you should have stopped the individual who did such a thing? That you should have? It does feel rather different when the perpetrator is 
doing it because he's bored of waiting for you. But that is the problem. They never tire. And they grow bored so easily. I think I see the way forward. Thank you. My name is Conrad, yes? Yes. I would ask you to take heart. Not simply for the act of accomplishing something. But I... I see you have difficulty not because of the challenges ahead, but because of you making those challenges ahead. You are strong. And those who you travel with are clearly powerful as well. But it only works if you believe. Not strictly in the angels. Not strictly in Avacyn or anything of the sort. Things may not turn out well, and that is unfortunate, and I've seen many a thing turn poorly. We live in a world of difficulties, but if you're going to try something, commit to it, and don't let these setbacks stop you. I'm beginning to understand. My mistakes are mine, and they always will be, but they're mine to inspire me, not to defeat me. And of course, not all mistakes are yours, are they? No, but Good. I will always remember those that are, and endeavor to become better from them. That's all we can attempt, isn't it? Yes. Roll me an insight check. Insight, eh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, no, insight B! Uh, uh, that is a... That's a, that's a 20. For the first time, she has had a shift of expression. Specifically about the mistakes that are yours. By that statement. And endeavoring to fix them and use them to drive you. She looks down towards the ground, not for a particularly long period of time, but moving her eyes away from you, not for one of the first times, and especially that there seems to be the first sign of emotion, a sort of melancholy, before she looks back up and stares once again, not unblinkingly, but so dedicatedly in your eyes. I suppose even abbesses have things to look back upon, don't they? I've lived a time. There are many things that... We could improve upon that we'll forever work towards. Well, if I can do it, so can you. He smiles. She doesn't exactly smile, but she just kind of adjusts her posture, um, hands behind her back. I suppose so. So, Inquisitor Conrad Stalkers, wandering champion of the angels, where will you go now? First to Palas, to salvage what I can, and then to Mora. You've chosen a difficult path for yourself, but steal yourself to whatever you take. Farewell, Abbas, in both meanings of the word. She gives a deep bow. And he'll bow low, resist the urge to kneel fully, and I suppose excuse himself back to the manor house. She wordlessly moves over to the gate and just pushes it open with a single hand, steps back inside as you walk back down the winding path. So, Faustus, what have you been up to since you stowed, uh, some zombies out in the woods. He's probably just kind of looking around the edge of town, trying to make sure that there's no sneak attack or anything coming. Sure. Roll me a perception check. 18 plus a little bit. Sure. Um, you gaze out. Um, are you hanging out near one of the walls or uh, the segment of the forest near where your uh, bodies are disguised? Uh, he'll, uh. he'll start around the forest and then work his way around the walls. All right. Keep your eyes out. It's a bit of a time to wander around the walls. It is a not quite a city, but it is a it, it's a town. And you wander through. There's the sounds of the forest, which again are a lot livelier than that of many of the areas further into the dark and across the river sections of Stencia. But 
it's still a bit muted and at this time of day it's not exactly unsurprising but you wander crossing through tall grass um some weighed down with bits of ice and snow and you don't see much motion from the forest until you catch glint not exactly a it is light obviously but it's not something bright moreover something just slightly reflective it comes from one of the trees um say a good 200 feet off into the forest to look over in that spot you see something dark near one of the trees up further in it caught uh, among the branches and leaves kind of buried between the foliage uh yeah he'll try to uh investigate it carefully uh in what way do you mean carefully uh, without if it's something alive he tries not to uh reveal himself to it or at least keep trees between him and it make me a stealth check five crash <laughs> you wander in that direction um trying your best to maneuver between the trees and some of the tall uh kind of brush like bushes and as you step over one kind of raised bank of uh roots and tangled woodwork you find the drop on the other side a bit larger than you expect it to be and you tumble for a moment, catching yourself against the uh, edges. A number of your uh, personal belongings kind of clattering about yourself. And more so when you find yourself stepping down on a number of brittle uh, plants, making a noise below you. Grizzlebrand's heart. <laughs> as you do so, um, you hear just the sound of something pushing through uh, that foliage very quickly. And then a number of uh, further ones in that growing further away from you, followed by a single from much closer to you. Followed by a bird call? Yeah. Hmm. yeah he'll uh, look around as if uh, you know, realizing that he didn't see anything and uh, start heading back towards the city. Sure. As you go to turn around, you do see um, kind of above you, just in a few different branches, just a scattered amount of ravens sitting there watching you as you pass. You didn't really notice them on the way in. Yeah, he'll pick up his pace and head back towards the city. Sure. About, an, I presume, another half an hour passes between you performing all your rounds. Um, not really anything else particularly notable. There's a few places where the wall could see to be mended. Um, a few flowers managing to still poke through. Uh, well, not flowers, but... Uh, stubborn plants, some fruiting, uh, pushing through segments of snow. But other than that, it seems relatively calm. As you move back into the town, um, has everyone else been gathering up? Is there anything else you all wanted to do before deciding to head out? Well, Illyria was looking for Faustus to show him the full spike. Uh, that, I don't... Is Faustus trying to be at all stealthy other, once <laughs> he goes around the gate side of the walls? No, once he's back, he is not trying to hide. Sure. Um, yeah, you can find him very easily. He stands out. Really? I thought he blended in so well. Yeah, that science coat looks really good in crowd. I love Worst Claw. Anyway, um, she'll sort of bound up. Um, the men couldn't pull it out, but Grimhild did in one pull. It looks like there's more carvings on it now. And she'll also point to the barbed spike at the end. More than there were, or more than were visible before. Second one. Should see if there's a good workshop in town. She'll specifically point to the anatomical heart with two eyes on either side. Perfect. 
and yeah, he'll he'll hold it in his hands as they walk towards the place. Yeah, it's a weighted piece of metal, but doesn't seem like supernaturally heavier than it is in size. Um, if you're looking for a workshop, you can easily go to the blacksmiths where you found yourself uh, volunteering the other day. It's not the finest, but it'll do. Well, some sort of tinkerer's workshop would be ideal. Alchemist after that. There's not really either of those in this town. You mean alchemy isn't thriving in small towns in Innistrad? I mean, your local, like, medicine man slash woman will be able to get you something, but that's not exactly alchemy. That's more the <laughs> brewing, so... That's shit I can do! Oh. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, uh... And say, well, if I have a workshop, I have many of the tools I need to start doing a full examination of it, testing hardness, testing weight, that sort of thing. Sure. Um, so you set to doing that with your own tools for a little bit of time before everyone yeah. gathers back up. Oh, All right. Um, casting detect magic as a ritual to get that information. Sure. Uh, Ten minutes instead of the, an action. Yeah, a little bit that you get. Uh, well, first, I left that for free, because uh, it's a spell. Obviously, you're going to get it accomplished. The other one, um, just roll me a um, uh, intelligence plus uh, your toolkit. I'm pretty sure you're proficient in your toolkit. So, Yeah, both alchemy and tinkerers. Uh, 20 non-natural. Cool. Um, then a little bit of time before everyone starts gathering back up. You managed to, uh, one, denote, can't really find a lot of magic on it this isn't to say there's no magic but it seems that if there was an enchantment or something of the sort that it dissipated it seems that there was something there though uh it's from what little is left though it seems to continually be fading um as for investigating it it seems to be iron pretty pure iron um which is strange it's not steel for a purpose of a weaponry um but well taken care of at least up to this point those etchings are incredibly fine they don't seem to really have damaged the structure of it too much must have been done by some sort of artisan around now however um at uh conrad you've made your way back into town and i unless uh unless grimhill did something in particular to do i think you've mostly all done what you're wishing to find if he comes in back by the gates i'm probably hanging out around there let me let me look at where the abbey is relative to. But I don't think that's actually the case. Now. No, let me switch the map back over to that. Damn it! All I see is the map with my fishy on it. You give me a sec. It, it's kind of on the other section of town, to be fair. So, yeah, never mind. Well, I'm, well honestly, she's probably just hanging around somewhere. Yeah, you're prepared to hear it. Either way, it makes sense to see each other. Sure. You see Grimhill as wandering back in t- as you wander back in town. Conrad's actually smiling. Hello, Grimhild. Hello. Are you ready for what's to come? Yes. Good. Here, this will help you be more ready. And she tosses you a cool silver shovel. Uh, a shovel. There's a button there. Or a lever or something. What was it? Kind of a thing you hold down and then twist to the series of interlocking bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like twist and pull. Presses it and twists it. <laughs> yeah, there's a series of clicks, kind of locking noises. Unlocking. Um... As it comes apart, though, you see uh, where there were some kind of mechanical-looking seams in the hole of the shovel, which was a bit squared and better hefted than you would have expected from just a spade. Uh, as you pulled apart a somewhat thin-bladed but still sturdy uh, silvered longsword emerges, pull it free. 
Oh, oh yes. The shovel itself is also well-weighted. It could probably take something's head off. I can work with this. Thank you. That's thank the headman. Headman? 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 What's the name? What, what do they call the village chief here again? He's a baron. Burgermeister. Burgermeister. <laughs> he was baron. Baron. Yeah. Thank the baron and baroness. Very well. I'm to do so. Let's get everyone together. With just a few moments of questioning and kind of uh, looking about, you eventually find your way over to a uh, kind of dried section. Uh, were you working inside the blacksmith, or were you trying to find somewhere particularly quiet? Without a specialized workshop, the if the blacksmith has room, that's probably just as Oh, they definitely well. have room. Yeah, sure. So yeah, after asking a few questions about, um, you managed to get directed over toward the blacksmith, where uh, you find Illyria next to Faustus currently working on that thing that you had just seen not that long ago, the about foot long or more uh, bolt of metal. Water soaked test indicates likely very pure iron. Hmm. Wouldn't it be hard to make this out of iron, though? This much physical iron? Most likely. Who knows if it would even hold it together without the enchantments on it? How soft is iron? Are these carvings not that hard to make, or is it surprising that they were able to hold carvings into it? I don't know any answer to that. Actual answer is that (laughs) iron's pretty soft. Like, it's not super soft, but it's pretty soft. But the more important thing about it is that these are really intricate and small. And pure iron, like, has some stability issues. (laughs) As we were looking at. Okay. Is it machined or handmade? It seems to be handmade. There aren't too many fancy machines out in Innistrad, but especially, like, this seems to be incredibly just finely etched in. Yeah, I just mean, like, was it entirely handcrafted, or was it, like, brute-forced most of the way? It seems very handcrafted, almost excessively carefully. Like, if you're just looking to make a bolt-shaped tool, uh, this is far beyond that. Yeah. Uh, This may be one of the more expensive and worked pieces of iron in the world. They obviously spare no expense. Is there any trace of the magic used to impale him still? Or is it just iron now? I assume I I thought that there was some sort of machine that did it. Was it like a oh, siege weapon? I'm pretty sure it glowed red and then just shot out. Uh, it seems to be signs of magic. You pick up some traces of evocation. Um, and uh, I believe the idea is that it's about the same right size to be fired from like a scorpion or something like that, but isn't actually a siege weapon bolt. It seems like in size to be it's. Poorly weighted and a bit big to be fired out of a crossbow, but like could be fitted into one. Is the thing I just for whatever reason I remember it just like glowing and some dude just. I mean, you're correct. It did glow, it with, like and slinging it with it, magic. I didn't think there was an actual weapon used with it. You didn't particularly get to see that well. <laughs> True enough. No one really noticed before it happened. What little was noticed was the glow coming from that direction. If it was propelled by magic, then hypothetically it would not need any sort of aerodynamics. This could be fired by a modified crossbow, or it may have been propelled by magic. I will say, you do note that there is some uh, lingering evocation. However, there is one kind of consistent magic there. Very low. um, Which seems to be, after focusing on it, the school seems to be conjuration. Mostly evocation with... A thin aura of conjuration about it. Kind of puts her lips. This oh, and is I guess worth noting. Go on. 
I guess worth noting the magically wise if energy's infusing it is most clearly red mana that was in it at one point in time. Yes. Um she'll sort of purse her lips and be like, This is where your book learning goes beyond what I, my practical knowledge is. She knows she does all those things, she just doesn't know really what the difference is. Yeah. I say well, evocation is generally the conjuring of forces by another name. The schools are not well disciplined. The conjuration is typically the creation of matter or oh, like your big fireball that you can just move around? Uh well no. The the sphere and the fireball are both evocations. Okay. They're both summoned forces. She'll just nod. On the other hand, if I was to create a elemental of fire, this would be more likely conjuration. She'll just nod. Yes, How do they make that barbed end? Is it hard? Outside of my out-of-character knowledge also. <laughs> I mean, it's how a molten metal kind of etch out an edge by a combination of removing and then kind of hammering in. It's it, it's like a harpoon or regular arrowhead sort of hook back. Oh, I'm, pic- I'm picturing barbed like a buckeye. I would need to know more before I can say anything definitively, but I'd rather not Gross. see one in action if possible. Not on the other end, anyway. I mean, if you want to go look at his body again... Basically, exsanguinated him, or at least the wound. I don't think it took all of his blood, but everything around the wound, dry as a mummy. I don't know what a mummy is in this game. Uh, <laughs> dry as bark. But yes, uh, during this time, Conrad, you easily were able to find him. Cool. So you just walk up? Yep. Hi, Conrad. Hello. How are you doing? I've been better, considering. Faustus and I are examining the bolt. The men couldn't pull it out, but Grimhold did just one grab. Good for her. So, what have you learned? Um, pure iron, some evocation and hints of conjuration? And she looks at Faustus for approval of memory. He nods. Yes. Um. A heavy dose of red mana fading quickly. Yes, that too. And the carvings are very small, which is intricate and hard. And there are more carvings that we can see after it's pulled out, like points to anatomical heart and eyeball and eyes, which are creepy. Worth noting, the eyes are, well, they're not bad looking, but they're not like anatomical, like removed from a head. Well, no, they're I figured like, they were just yeah, like the eyes, shape. Yeah, shaped eyes. The anatomical heart is more what I find impressive. It's a challenge. I see. Oh, and it's barbed on the end, which is probably why it was hard to pull out. Well, that's worrying, I suppose. We're not sure if it was shot out of a weapon or just used by magic. Just pew into the body. Hmm. Pew. I I got it the first time, but. She's feeling real useful right now and it's making her happy. Do you believe that this is going to be a continuous problem going forth? Looks impossible to say. His resources may well be unlimited. We need to know more at the very least how it was propelled. You ready? Have you checked the back of it? Is there a spot for, um. the bowstring of a crossbow to notch in. Certainly there is. Good find. It seemed a little silly to cut that into it if you plan to just fire it by magic, yes? Quite possibly. Although, it may be a backup. So would the red mana then just to add power to the crossbow? For the amount of power needed to go through a human chest cavity? Yes, a device crossbow of that size would be impractical to generate that sort of force physically. Or is the red mana just to to <laughs> add to the exsanguination? Ah, a combat trick. 
<laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I didn't know the lightning bolt was actually a bolt. <laughs> no, no, you have to understand. Now we have an artifact. It's like giant crossbow, zero five, three red mana, do eight eight damage. I don't know. But we'll have to keep an eye out going forward. If we spot anyone with a ranged weapon, be doubly on guard. Especially you, Faustus. Of course. Would red mana cause exsanguination? Red mana is the mana of fire and destruction. I suppose possibly whatever it's applied to it could just do more. Fierce. The sheer heat may have been enough. Didn't I already tell everyone that like super strong vampires can yank blood out of people from range with their weapons? I'm not sure. I think you did, but also it was in the heat of the moment, and also I don't (laughs) think everyone was here for it. Is that shit that these vampires can just do? Just distance exsanguinate? Oh, no, you're here. You're, I mean, unless you were dis- unless you were disengaging from Conrad, you can be right here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like one of his purely physical, the iron be deformed more. Two vampires can suck blood for their weapons if they're very strong. Right. Yes, I do believe I read three. Three. three? It was a combat trick. <laughs> <laughs> they often augment their physical prowess with magic. Titan strength. Got it. <laughs> Hence, sucking blood out. So do they suck the blood into the bolt, or does it somehow... I believe it goes into them somehow. So they hmm. can feed from a distance this way. I've normally seen it used on melee weapons, so this is something impressive even from what I've seen. Uh, we'll have to guard our liquids. They want our Keep all that fluoridization out of the blood, yeah. What's the symbolism of an anatomical heart with two eyes on the side? So I understand Grimhild. the rest. It was explained to me, but I don't know that much. Your Grimhild... Though you recognize most of the other symbolism we've seen, that one is a bit odd. I've been um, explaining the sheeple to hawks to bats bit, not the however, rest. However, Grimhild, um, roll me, I'd say, history, I would say at disadvantage, but you also have that good book, and I'm going to say it regularly. Ouch. Hate. Is that eight or hate? Both. <laughs> Both. Um... I mean, it's hearts pump blood, eyes always watching, um, something in there. <laughs> the rest of it, you know, definitively. Not only are um, rams and sheep generally symbol for um, Stencia itself. And their sheep. Um, but also, yes, the vampires find the irony of the, them needing to make sure sheep live so that the people live, so that they can live. They think that's hilarious. Probably some kind of vampire. Even though Soren started it? <laughs> Um, I mean, don't worry about anything relating to that. Not that's something one none of you know about. But secondly, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure these people have heard of Shor- of Soren Markov. The irony of no, almost certainly not. Really, I thought he was like a big name vampire. Soren hasn't been here in hundreds of years. Really? Okay, my bad. Um. So yeah. So um, the vampires tend to find the irony of them needing to make sure sheep survive incredibly funny. Um. But there's also an allegory they, of course, use for humans. Um, bats can refer to powerful vampires, uh, hunger for blood, the night itself, many number of things. Um, falcon simile is both the symbol of Stencia and also uh, the symbol of certain particularly bloodthirsty and hunting vampire uh, families. The Falconrath in particular were master falconers. Do the Falconrath and uh, our dudes get along? Uh, since you would have researched this long enough that 
of any of the big houses. Since Falkenrath, the actual uh, Lord Falkenrath, died, he is one of the uh, progenitors that has been killed. But uh, a lot of them are pretty willing to work with more. Okay, yeah, just to make sure they know that. Oh, I was walking earlier. Keep an eye out for ravens. Hmm? I suspect something strange is affecting them. Oh, yes. I remember trying to talk to them. I don't know how long ago that session was. And they wouldn't they wouldn't talk right. Did we not just a few short days ago interact with raven-related people? Time is relative in this, and I don't have any skill <laughs> for it. <laughs> he, 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 pulls, he pulls the nail out. I don't I remember, really, really I remember this. this. I, don't, I don't remember how long ago that was. You noticed a lot of ravens there. Uh, I don't know if Illyria shared that anyone could turn into ravens. I didn't. I, I, I didn't. Okay. So then you would know people can turn into ravens. Other than that. Anyway. So what do y'all do? I wonder if that boy's following me. I hope that would be awkward. Can we afford to spend the night here before proceeding to palace? I think we did that out sooner rather than later. I'll be quiet. And you're probably near. Bye. Probably. If Nick is near the discussion, if Faustus asks uh, whether they can stay the night. You would have had plenty of time to get near this discussion. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we are just no. all meeting at the at the, at the uh, blacksmiths, hanging out. No, I don't think that's a good idea. I think we should leave now. Fair enough, so long as you're aware that I won't have access to much of my magic until tomorrow. I have access to all of my swords. <laughs> uh, she motions to her many swords. <laughs> I have all my magic, so. But what about Rose? Spellcasting's weird. Will he be coming back here? Will we be able to catch him on his way back? You, you were told where you were going, but where he was going, by the way. Oh yes. Well, maybe we'll meet him on the way to Palas. I'm not. Good. All right, let's go. Let me pack the wagon, and I'll head out. I'm going to go say my proper thank yous and goodbyes to the uh, to the Baron's house. Illyria will look for ravens and observe. Faust is going to take his wagon and buy some bed sheets or something and uh, go out and pick up the bodies. Have the zombies stack themselves in the, the wagon. You don't need to buy them. Since this is a commune and the work you've already put into for taking care of the town, they're more than happy to give you a few sheets. Okay. Um. Yeah, uh, Illyria, feel free to make a perception check. Should be good. The dice and all that. Okay, plus six. Oh, not really nine. Not very receptive I mean, this time. There's some birds about, I guess. Some of them might be ravens. You don't really seem close by as part of the problem. Okay. A lot of the times when you look to see them, they're either flying high up in the sky or kind of a ways away. Even though we're close to Raven River? Are you a raven? Quack, 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 quack. Okay, in two levels, I can be a raven. <laughs> two. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, Conrad, you... um. Look around a bit, because they're not specifically at home at this point, based on the threat that's been posed to the town, as well as just the work they do. Both are very active people. Um, you manage to find the Baron as he's overseeing um, what seems to be a new order for the Carpenter. A um, number of uh, shafts for uh, varying pole arms, as well as like rakes and hoes and the like. Hello. Ah, my inquisitive friend. Well, looked like we might have needed you for a moment there, but things have gotten a bit better since, I suppose. 
At least more peaceful in the remaining hours. If I have my way, things will only get better from here on out. That's what I expect. Thank you. You already did us many a good turn. It's only right we gave him back. I hope you and your town fares well. If I have anything to say about it, we definitely will. Believe me, Plas may have been a bigger town, but they weren't wary. They weren't a family. We'll be fine. Put out a hand and a smile. He uh, shifts his cane to his other hand and takes a wobbly step over to it. Well, just close enough, but then gives you a very firm clasp, uh, just slightly past your hand to the arm. Oh no, a power play. Plus <laughs> <laughs> a power play and more. He's onto it and gives a just kind of firm, not exactly shake, but... You're going to take care of things, right? Indeed. That's all we can ask for. We'll darken your doorstep no longer, and may we bring all the evil out with us. Well, it happens. Shine a light, people tend to see the things in the darkness. All right, go and get, go do good elsewhere. You too. And he'll step away, start packing up. Yeah, it's not too long before all of you can get all of your things together. Um, you find that uh, in addition to what you were um, initially handed, uh, you get quite a number of uh, crossbow bolts. No arrows of any sort to speak of, though. Any of those seem like they might have been given away already. Um, none of them are silvered. Just enough for you to keep a number of bolts on hand. Um, given uh, supplies for food for a few days. And uh, two hunting traps in particular. Just kind of large teeth-style bear trap sort of things. Um, so, with everything supplied up, uh, you're all able to make your way over to the gate. Um, Faust, as you manage to get your... Uh, Everything together resolving, uh, involving your donkeys together, um, and bring over your, uh, wagon and everyone else seems ready to go. He'll, uh, have the gate closed and, uh, a lock on it. Um, did you ever take the time to actually fix up your wagon? We've been working on it. I know we spent a couple days at one point. Well, you haven't had a lot of time, but on the other hand, like this last night, you would have had plenty of time. So sure. If uh, if that was your intent to get that mostly focused on, I can definitely see that. Yeah, happening. sorry, I can put some money into it or something. I don't worry about that. Again, this is a calm. You you actually wouldn't have been able to do anything with your money. Well, fair enough. But if it's stuff they had to import, you got to have money to buy that. Um, I mean, you haven't been here long enough for that anyway, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, it's not the finest fix in the world. You'll eventually need to kind of cut it down to look more symmetrical and paint it and everything. But it's yeah, no, definitely it is. a working like barrier to the outside world. Like it's actually got kind of an inside now rather than just like a gaping hole. Yeah. Yeah. That's all he really is looking for is uh, a rough frame with plywood over it if necessary. It's basically that. But again, <laughs> it's, it's closed. So it's better than it was. Um, okay. Um, Grimhild. Uh, as you all approach to do that, um, well, I guess all of you, but specifically Grimhild, as uh, she approaches you first. Mm-hmm. Um, Yulia approaches you as the rest of you all get ready to head out right near the gate. So here you're all heading off uh, the Lost Ways again, yes? She doesn't look specifically to you for that, just everyone as a whole. Indeed. Alright then. then. I'll be heading there all that quickly. I believe that's the plan, yes. Hmm. I'll be able to meet up with you shortly. Um... I do wish to see this brought to an end one way or another. But I have other... We'll likely stay long enough to help. Good. I have other business I need to see you to here first. Not here, but nearby. So I'll have to always with uh, you all once again. It was a pleasure seeing you all again. Everyone's like, I don't know, you're going to... Apparently. <laughs> so, 
given plenty of a story already. And hopefully this will end up being something we can talk about in the future rather than something short-lived. Indeed. I'll see you then. Take yes. care for now, then. You as well. Be safe. Well, you know, that's impossible. I'll take as much care as I can. You make, however, uh, you make things safer by being dangerous towards other things, yes? Indeed. Good. And yeah, she gives you a parting wave as they... Oh, he just said I've never heard it described quite like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she gives you a farewell wave as the gate is opened up. You find your way out to the mostly slushy exterior of the town. Why is it so slushy? It's very snowy up here, but it hasn't been a snowy day. So slushy. So slushy. It's all that blue raspberry everywhere. You stop growing this. Okay. Making your way out of town. Let me go over to that map. Walking fast. Yeah, there you are. Okay. Oh, yeah. What's the best scent for, uh, you know, getting the scent of corpses out of a wagon? Bleach? Concentrated, um, concentrated peppermint. If you're just Sager. trying to, like, disguise that it's there... It's not that bad. You just need something really like overwhelming to the nose. If you're wishing to like make sure that people can't tell they're carrying corpses around, that's it's a pretty, lot harder. It's pretty sure you can't or is that skunks. That's only skunks. What, what you probably want is like rosemary and sage and You want really powerful pungent, scented herbs. You basically. want pungent herbs, yeah. You want a um, dog fart. Unfortunately there is no dog with you. <laughs> Like uh, broken oh, really meat, very strong citrus, things like that. Like you need a lot of stuff to disguise that many. <laughs> We're not gonna find citrus in Innistrad. What are you talking about? It's traded from overseas, but in Essentia, not particularly. <laughs> we ride for Lime Town. I mean, like, I'm if you get a hold you can, of like, something, he'll mitigate it a little bit it. with a few commanders that you would happen to have. Is it Lime Time? I think it's Lime Time. <laughs> no, I need them to be intact. We can't melt them down. Not that kind of lime. Oh, okay. I thought you said lime. Um, Yeah, why don't you just uh, (laughs) spin me a check for this? I'm trying to think of a good thing to use. To have, like, accumulated something to try and discuss. Yeah, Uh, if you want to try and find yourself... (laughs) Probably... Alchemy tools do not include your proficiency bonus, despite being proficient in it. Sure. (laughs) I'm still going to be way better with that than I am at... Actually, I'll be... If I can't use... Stat-wise, I guess... Wisdom as your stat. Okay. Will of four do it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, I'll just put up a corpse um, here and disguise the smell of the other corpses. I mean, you could ask Illyria to find you the herbs, but she'd just be rubbing rub meat on it. It'll smell like meat. Yeah, like way too many questions. It'd be it'd be easier. He'll just if he can't cover up the smell, then he'll just deny he smells anything if anyone asks. <laughs> What are you talking well, about? Okay, so yeah, as as you all wander out of your caravan starting up, um, there is this like constant malaise about that just smells of rotting, like I, I, I gently decayed flesh. You're not exactly like it's not like fresh flesh. It's not like a super incredibly strong scent, but it is still there, kind of moldy. I have an unfortunate question. Hit me. Okay. The the, the other purview of the midnight duelists tend to be traitors and corpses. Oh, you would definitely recognize that. I, Where did you learn what a corpse smells like? <laughs> I mean, Illyria's probably been around in rotting school. animals. He learned it in school. Well, that mean, was the worst day at the Elgod Grounds. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I'm guessing where Illyria came from, corpses probably don't have much time to rot. I don't know. 
They probably yeah, get they're either eaten by or they're like very, very pungent sort of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. mold is Good like point. very strong plant matter, or it's very, or it's very much that. Okay. In this case, like it's just kind of this stale like combination of mold and just and sweet. Don't forget, rotting corpses smell sweet. It's again, these are a lot past there. These are old. Well, I mean, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, rotting flesh just smells sweet. Don't ask how I know this. Uh, uh, like, <laughs> well, you know, Faustus is a weirdo. So this is remark like. You know, normally when I smelled a cart like this, had the stench of oil about it too. <laughs> What's up, Nick? Just the worst day at the Midnight Duelist Academy. Look, hey, how, new how guy, you- smell this bottle. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got to be like one of those smoke tests that uh, environmental people do to try and like, oh, you need to detect what type of smoke this is from looking at it. It's like the, hey, what does this smell like? Hey, new guy. <laughs> Look, you got to pay for oh, they're, books they're, they're they're in college. <laughs> The, the Midnight Duelist Academy is, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, it's from fake Brooklyn, Boston. <laughs> hey, all right. A hey, new, new guy, come corn. check out this bottle. Come here. Got a thing for you to sniff. <laughs> uh, bring you over, like, one where they actually show you it's a corpse for you to, like, get a good scent of it. And it's like, yeah, come over here. And they just, like, slap you on the back of the head so you go face first into it. <laughs> Take a big old whiff of this one. You'll love it. I love the old... The old corpse faceplant trick. Let's all go out. Classic. <laughs> One oh, angel yeah. shakes her head disapprovingly. <laughs> well, here's a bucket of salt. You're going to really want to work that in there to get that off. You're really going to want to get it off, or otherwise you're going to round a corner and one of us is going to stab you. <laughs> you smell like a corpse. Not a backstabber, more of a front stabber. This cart smelled like this before. I'll stab whatever party is available. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Okay. Either way. Uh, past midday, you still, uh, managed to make pretty good time. The roads here are, uh, relatively smooth, even as you weave back into the moor forest. And find yourself over by the thick bridge that leads to that, uh, split crossing once again. You pass over it, um, relatively peacefully, and find yourself back in kind of the constant fogs and the oddly muted noises of the somber verge. Still, following the sign and the paths you've taken before, you move further over to Colossus. A little ways near one of the split paths again. Um, Illyria. Yes. Managed to spot, um, and also Grimhild, I guess, actually. Uh, you both managed to spot, um, as you move up the road. The very similar kind of disrupted, kind of lumpy earth that you had encountered on the way to the vineyard. The sort of, uh, ones with those individuals buried beneath the ground attempting to ambush you. However, it doesn't seem nearly as dangerous based on the fact that all of you can see um, a number of arrows uh, embedded into the ground and one case where it seems to be an entire spear. Looks like Grove has been here, but she'll go around to Faustus and point it out to kind of like avoid it. Uh, and the spear? The, more the dirt in the ground, but you know. You never know when you're going to run to a teen fucking rocket pit trap. <laughs> I As don't plan travel, on checking to make sure it's dead. As you travel, you uh, see at least one of the lumps has been partially uncovered. And there seems to be an individual uh, just barely under the ground. Um, an arm sticking fully out of it. Dark skin, kind of in reddish color. Uh, some sort of leather band, similar color now from the ground upon him. Like sticking out like very dead and rigor mortisy. I'm mean, not rigor mortisy, but very much emerged from the ground and not moving. 
Grimhild, what do you think of this? Someone saw the ambush and took care of it before they were uh, able to spring it. I get that, but why are the druids coming this far? Are they working with the vampires? They're not working against them. She shrugs. Similar opportunistic, opportunistic than, you know, allies. Similar shrug. So, you continue on the path. Once uh, engaging, there isn't too much from these. Uh, and a lot of that spear from that oh. group of hunters that we saw that one time? Um, I'm not going to make you roll for it, sure. Uh, yeah, it's a similar design to what one of them had. Okay. I'll, I'll mention those guys to, the, to everyone again. Could have been those hunters that we saw roaming around. Yeah, kind of a group of them. Many of them with crossbows, some of them with actual bows. Uh, a couple of them had spears. None of them really had swords, it seemed. But um, the only no- one that you specifically men- uh, met by name was Pollen. His weirdly cheery attitude. Either way, you continue on your way, um, now uh, unabated by anything resembling that, back into the just kind of eerie silence of passing through. It's over an hour that you pass just through forest, still and misty, almost quiet except for the steps and the creaking of the wheels of the wagon as you pass through. Finally, though, you make it back to the second bridge, the one coming off of Lakemore, and you know you are close to Ploss. From here, um, I would like you all to make me nature checks. Sixteen. Five. <laughs> Good job, Nick. Uh, Fifteen, actually. All right. I think um, this is some kind of bear. <laughs> what about fastest? Fifteen. Okay. Uh, so all of you except for Conrad. Pretty sure um, it's a bear. You've noticed as you approach, the mists have been a bit thicker than usual. And when you reach this point, um, a bit of the scent in the air and a bit of denoting the um, density of it, even though it's not like completely obscuring vision, um, you can tell a lot of it is partially dispersed smoke rather than simply mists or fog. Oh, is there a smell aspect to it then, I guess? A little bit of one. You can smell the smoke? It's not inky or black. It is a very pale smoke, but still. Um... And as you get over to Palos, you can see kind of a few thin trails of it leading into the city itself. Even away from the entrance, as you see, uh, maybe a quarter of a mile away, mists get thick, but even then you can start seeing the uh, edge of the wall on the straighter path. You can see there are a number of guards and Cathars standing out front now. They had a thin force out at the beginning times you've come through. I've always checked those going in and out, but this is larger, at least five. Watch out, they could be bears in disguise. Technically, they could be wolves in disguise. I'd like to see a bear in a costume. I bet it's funny. It's an unhealthy fixation you're having, Connor. <laughs> I apologize for the, dis- the disturbance, Sir Barrington. <laughs> unhealthy and distinctly unhelpful. They're all werebears? Were? <laughs> <laughs> I think werebears would be nice. Uh, as you approach, uh, Grove. I'm alive? You Thought hear the, you hear the sound of, uh, wagon wheels ticking against stone, and, uh, you immediately start walking out towards the road, even before you see what it is. Do you um, you hear the sound of someone talking about bears? I think bear, werebears would be nice. <laughs> He'll... At, at, uh, clearly, because you is such an obnoxious little shit, he'll just kind of jog up, grab the dog by the scruff, and like chunk him into the uh into the cart and hop in. <laughs> the cart's closed. 
Yeah, he doesn't expect that. He's going right in the wall. He just kind of, he and the dog just kind of bounce on the side because they're expecting it to be open. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Grove, what did you do to you? Why why does he sound hurt? He kind of tucks his tail under his legs and then just shivers over to Grimhill. (laughs) Who fixed the door? I think Faustus did. Ah, it's Faustus' fault then. Grimhill pets you. Yeah, Illyria's leaning down and petting on you, too. Like, oh, I've missed you. You didn't have to say him in the third person. What, um, why are you at this way? Um, I wanted to take a walk. See with my own eyes what's going on around here. So, one extra part, Grove. Um, by the time you got here, there was already this thicker kind of military group, and they have turned away the few people that have come in this direction just entirely. There have been shouting matches. No one's gone through this door yet. Hmm. No, I came to... I did a walkabout to check out the ecology, and I got here, and, well, this is not normal, I'm assuming. They've kind of been a little bit more antsy than usual. I'm interested to see if Conrad can get in. He has so many friends here. Points to the Cathars. So you haven't been in the, in the town? I haven't had the chance to. I don't think I am... <laughs> They've been turning around, turning away most people. I don't think I'd be uh, invited. I wonder why they're turning people away who could be helping them. It helps may also hurt, I suppose. What needs to be helped with, or what needs to be hidden. Can you smell the dead bodies? <laughs> One second. I let me certainly hear. can. <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> the awkward look of... He's just kind of hanging neck... After getting pet by Grimhill, he's just kind of hanging next to the wagon, just staring at it. Kind of scratching at the side of it. What's wrong, boy? Did Conrad fall in the well again? <laughs> Don't worry, Conrad knows how to doggy paddle. Faust I'm more worried about the heavy keeps... armor. As <laughs> <laughs> if Faustus silently keeps his eyes on the road. Conrad, do you think you'll be able to get us in? So does everybody look a little does everybody look a little worse from where since the last time I saw them? I don't think so, really. No, no, we've been pretty okay, actually. No one fought anything, and most people are in pretty good spirits. Yeah. Like, Nick, look, probably Nick, Nick looks super worried, but is otherwise, like, he's not hurt or anything. Yeah. Oh, she'll, she'll lean over and whisper to uh, Grove, maybe not as quiet as she should, but Faustus set Maurer's car- uh, carriage on fire. That sounds like a drinking story. <laughs> he invited all of us to dinner. Who? Maurer. And nobody accepted? Would you? It's very rude to turn down an invitation. Since when do you have more etiquette than me? It was an open invitation and we're actually on our way to accept. Wait, really? I thought we weren't actually going to do that. Just because I live in the woods doesn't mean I don't know proper etiquette. I just choose not to do it most of the times. Well, no, we're going because if we don't, then he'll likely start destroying more villages. Being like, oh, I was bored. So I'll entertain him, and also that's where we need to go for other reasons. It'll be a good idea to get the lay of the land before we have to... How far away is his actually... estate from here? I, I know we passed kind of near it, but I don't have a guess. Uh, I mean, since you're pointing at the map right now, it's pretty easy to see. Not the right part of the map, so that's not helping me any. Look over to the right of Spooky Windmill. Oh, that's that's it. The big structure over there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Never mind. We're not that terribly far then. Oh, well. we should stop by the spooky windmill on our way there. <laughs> I've been so curious about that windmill since we first passed it. As long as we make our guest, our our host, aware of our endeavors, so he doesn't get bored and apparently burn more villages down. He said we can take some time, just not too much. So were you, were you, did you help the hunters on shooting out those druids in the ground? No. Mm. It's usually safer when you travel to not be seen, unless you want to. Although that group of hunters we met some measure of time ago, um, the druids were trying to hide in the ambush ground attacks again, but they had obviously been found and killed. That's a known tactic. They are very, very, very overconfident. They deserve to get smashed. I agree. Oh, I was a bad name to druids. I wanted to wanted to check out the wolves. Oh, were they? They were wolves. They're following someone's directions. Or at least that's what it feels like. We need to talk to one. Probably Mallory. Um, if they're anything like the ravens, they'll be weird. I don't know. But I should look at Grimhild. Didn't didn't you say that uh, Maur can use wolves and ravens and bats? I know we saw the skeleton bats. Not ravens, but certainly bats and wolves. Okay. I don't believe I've heard of a vampire using ravens as familiar. Are you saying he's not us. familiar with them? <laughs> so firstly, you kill yourself. Secondly, uh, <laughs> uh, <James is> back. <laughs> secondly, um, it's pretty common that in Sensia, it's well-known knowledge that, well, at least well-known folklore that ravens are omens of good luck or fortune or at least protection. Yeah. So I'm if I talked about that. Uh, vampires, if they could use them, I've never successfully done it. They're too okay. smart. Yeah, ravens are too cool for school. Hey, Conrad, do you think you can get us in there? And how ex- how exactly would you expect me to do that? Because they're cathars, like you. I feel as if you have a bit more authority in this land than a wandering kind of pulls his hand out, kind of gestures over himself. Me. Also, they're turning away most people. Yes, I believe I can. I'll approach on Ruprecht, my great white war horse. <laughs> I want you to say that and then summon the horse so that I can face Palm in both character and Grove. All right, person and in character. Unfortunately, he's already summoned. It's complicated. <laughs> so yeah, you ride forward. And uh, as you can see, um, there seems to be three cathars there and two just regular guards. The garb is notably different between them. <laughs> but um, as you approach, um, the two guards stand further back towards the wall, each uh, armed with spears. Two of the cathars uh, stand off to the side with crossbows, and one, um, hand on a sword at his side, approaches you. Kind of a stern expression to his face. Conrad Starkers. Indeed. We've been told to take you and whoever you approach with, he says, kind of glancing over everyone else there. Inside as soon as possible. Good. This is this is easier than we suspected, which isn't good. I never like being expected when I don't expect it. Right? Uh, lead the this way. Whole, this whole trip to Stensia has been one long formal invitation to dinner at Morristown. He kind of nods when you say lead the way and turns back to the others. Looks at them for a moment and then like shakes his head slightly and makes like a curling motion in the air with his hand. Before long, they kind of 
jolt and realize they need to be doing things and uh, move God. and open up the passageway. God, Conrad's friends are weird. The gate is pulled further weird up. Conrad's friends. So because they're Cathars, doesn't mean I'm friends with them. I thought I <laughs> meant more that they. Not all Cathars know each other. God. I, I was thinking more the Cathars thought we were weird. I mean, yeah, oh, but no. you are weird. So. No, we I are perfectly did. functional, professional monster hunters. I never denied the weird aspect. I'm just saying <laughs> that that it came into their brain that word. <laughs> just leave the smelly one behind. Which, uh, uh, which one is that? <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. You'll have to stay. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Nick, you stink of blood. He smell like bourbon. Oh, Jesus. Man, he totally would if he could too. get it out here. Yeah, I smell like the Wizard of Wines shit. <laughs> I smell like I taste great. What? I'm drunk. I okay. smell like Grappa and anticipation. So, you move past some of those outwards uh, shacks further inside, and as soon as you get through the gate, being led by them onto the paved uh, sections of stone, there is a blackness to some of those homes immediately nearby. Trees burnt down, the homes themselves turned into ash and rubble. This notably includes the church directly on your left as you enter in. Any signs of... Avicinian symbology completely gone, other than those in stone atop the fences. The one who was gruff with you mere moments ago walks with you, uh, sort of simple procession forward. Though you've been toward uh, the Baroness's manor a few times, he nonetheless sees the time to lead you. As you go through town, it is clear from a few more of these places being burnt and destroyed, and more vitally that there doesn't seem to be almost anyone out. While Palos was never exactly the most active town, it is now mute. There are nearly no people. Those you see are guards and cathars, or someone that seems to be moving very quickly from one location to another. Everything is covered in fog and smoke, and there's this sort of grimness as you move by the central square, where you see a number of stalks set up, some people clasped in them. Not anyone to gesture point at them, rather, and them just in quiet disrepair. People, heads hung low. But you're directed all the way, silently, until you reach back over to the Baroness's manor. The Cathar that led you just kind of stops and indicates with his hand towards the door. I'll walk through. When you step in, um, the place is... Much the same as you left it, um, at least initially. You hear the crackling sounds of a fire, the tree seems to be in perfectly fine shape. You are not greeted by a maid or really anyone, however. You mainly just have the den immediately to your right, and then the staircase ahead of you, curling upstairs. Her. You know differently, there's the library upstairs, as well as kind of a war room, but there's also the den, which has been a favorite of... Uh, Inquisitor Venless. Hi, Inquisitor Venless, I suppose. Worth noting. Wow, this is awkward. Yeah, I'll start looking for people to run into at the usual haunts. Sure. Um, checking over immediately to your right in the den, there does not seem to be anyone. And uh, you start searching around. The building itself seems notably quiet. 
And though it's warm, it seems a lot less lived in than it was even just a couple of days ago. When you reach upstairs, you hear a sound of something scribbling against what sounds like paper, perhaps quill being set to it. From one of the rooms adjacent to the library. Sure. Um, Irina was still a guest here last we left, right? Like she had moved to the inn or anything like that. Correct. And I'm guessing no sign of her anywhere that's not upstairs. Not immediately, no. Okay. Any sign of Victor? Uh, you had ne- you literally have never seen him outside of his uh, attic room. What an attic <laughs> if room. we look up from outside, do we see anything? Any Is of there the telltale an bullshit? Huh? What did you say? Is Susan? there an attic? Is there still an attic? I mean, the attic wasn't excised from the building now. Is the attic on the first floor now? <laughs> just kind of flip the building upside down and just walk in and say hi Man, to Moore is turning more and more into Dakler the more this happens. Yeah. Once they get settled in, Faustus is going to go try to see him or sure. see what's what's happened. So you're just going to keep heading upstairs until I see Victor rather than look out for anyone else? Yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Um, what about everyone else? What are you doing? You just searching through the house until uh, you find someone? Or? I'm stick with the paladin because he's the, the dude. Sure. Yeah, mainly just sticking with Conrad. It's he's he has a question or two that might pop up. Oh, Nick doesn't give a shit about the Inquisitor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if he finds her before he finds Arena, he will tell everyone else. But okay. Um. So you hear that one sound of scribbling against parchment. Um, coming from one of the rooms adjacent to the library. Other than that, mostly silent still. Sure, I'll go in. Okay. As you step inside, um, you see a number of lanterns set up. Um, despite the current time of the day, it seems to look upon them that uh, they're really all over the place, keeping the room very well illuminated. There's a large desk, top of which a number of books, maps, and other things are spread out. Um, a couple of them seem to have... Uh, the maps in particular seem to have had uh, silver edged knives hammered into the corners of them, keeping them down in place. There are a number of bolts and uh, a couple of other blades across the surface of this, uh, some of them coating the tops of these. Um, and then uh, currently writing on a piece of parchment over to the far left edge of the desk, the only place that isn't completely covered by the number of tomes and cartography. Um, you see Inquisitor Sita Venless uh, currently scribbling something down. Hat not on her head, her hair completely uh, let down, kind of frazzled across her back, wearing uh, relatively light clothing. However, you can even see from looking at that that uh, while she isn't wearing her coat and much of the equipment that she would be properly in, it, she still seems to have under the vest segment at least pieces of chainmail. <clears throat> Um, you can see a number of bookshelves in here have had books completely removed from them and other stacks, uh, set up elsewhere. Um, the entire thing seems busy and a mess. She's standing, even though there's a chair right nearby. Um, and you can see, uh, at least one spilled ink pot across the ground, staining the wood a deep black. She does not seem to have noticed your approach as you continue scribbling something down. Greetings. Was it you who sent the Cathars after me? You're a tap-tap as she uh, hits the edge of the quill, followed by a kind of... She just kind of looks at the edge of it and flings it to her side. She doesn't turn to face you. I gave them permission to let you in. 
and hoped that they would send you abruptly to arrive back. <sighs> she plucks another quill from a pile next to her, now down to about three. She sets it next to the ink pot before turning around. You can see a very dark edge to her eyes and a kind of frayed expression across her face, as steely as it is. You all seem to be still living, that's good. There have been a number of close calls, but here we are. Those seem to happen a lot these days. Have you heard? Has anyone told you? I presume you would have seen something on the way in now, I guess. About which thing? My town. Yes. He wants to kill it. He wants to snuff everything out from here. They try. He's tried so hard, and he's so close every time. But not yet. I refuse to let go. Good. That's what it takes. She presses a hand at the side of her temple, partially covering one eye. <sighs> it has been a hassle. Town is a panic. Vampires inside of our walls. The church destroyed. Like in many a place. We've got them extinguished. Still. Festival ruined. Morale up an all-time low. And it's just getting angry. Or perhaps smugger. I can't tell anymore. Either is a weakness. Either harms this town. But the Baroness or her guests? <sighs> She's sequestered herself to her bedroom. She finds this entire matter, matter distasteful, as, fortunately, I must agree with that were I in a noble position. She hasn't found much time for her simpering sycophant activities, so I find to stay as is fine for and the moment. her guests? Guests? We only had the one... Yes, the one you brought. <sighs> I didn't expect all the stories you told of how much more was interested in her so accurate. <sighs> She has under lockup. I'll not have anything t reaching her or anything she does affecting my town for the moment. I would have hoped you would have taken her out of here by now, but I didn't notice that you were not going to bring her as you trekked outwards to the west. So I'm doing the best I can for now. And where is she? <sighs> One of the watch locks. It's nearby, less than a block away. They have a few rudimentary cells there. Seem to do the best for now. Littered the place with mirrors at this point. And hardly walk without being reflected. Alright, well. Hi, Inquisitor. And he'll take his leave at that point. Hmm. And the stocks? <sighs> Fools don't understand what we're going through. The problems we're facing right now. Looters? They need time to think. If only that was what we had to worry about. It's not those who take advantage of us that we need to be afraid of, Conrad. It's that who undermine us. Traitors? And they're not vampires or thralls? As far as I can tell, though if any of them are, I'll be happy to leave them there to rot. Vampires, most certainly not. I've killed them myself if that were the case. The town is under martial law now. We need to make sure that everything is fine, that no more vampires are smuggled amongst our midst, that no more fall true to their thralls. That, that woman just kind of looks, tenses her hands, and looks like she wishes to throw something. That woman. That rich buffoon served him all this time, though we all knew it. But everyone in town, no. They had to give peace to her who has lived here this long time. Lady Walker and her disgusting sons. Damn all of them. I was just about to ask. Leave it or not. So clear everything that she supports, everything that she is happy to have happened to this town. Yet they trust her so implicitly. So many of them. And her false kindness. I'm so blind. But that's where we are now, isn't it? 
land those stubbornly hanging on only to be led astray by those exactly working for who they hate so much. It's been a long night, Conrad. I'm sure. How has your efforts been? They assembled a number of holy magic items. Gained a fair bit of skill along the way. Gained a few allies, perhaps. Hopefully that you can use them to put an end to this sooner than later. And once Octor is taken care of, we've just about finished off the the other goal I had in mind. I'll be happy to hear it. Anything that resolves that consortium. Anything that would put an end to her plans and her power over this town. Yeah, fine. I would have executed her myself were it not for the active discry. The fact that she's locked herself so deeply inside that home of hers. I have half a mind to burn it down were it not so close to all the others. I need what she has hidden. One of your prophecies. That's important part. What do you need from me? Perhaps you have a key to her manor, or... If only. Or any information you know about it that would be important. It is frequented by many of the towns. Not necessarily higher-ups, but those who think highly of themselves, at least. Some peasants, some not. They tend for her book meetings. Similar to what our own Baroness presents, but something different. Is she still running them? Baroness? Or Lady Walker. Lady Walker. At a time like this. It happened so briefly, I wouldn't know. Though I wouldn't put it past her. How she holds such influence in this town. They, people speak of her generosity and the charming discourse she brings. <laughs> the hateful woman she is. Again, I weren't afraid of losing this entire town, both to either flame or chaos. But enter myself at this point. Yeah, I will. If you need to see to her first, then do that. I will see to what she has hidden, and I'll use it to destroy her reputation. Lyria and Grimmel. Yes. Uh, you both noticed that during like this entire conversation, like that she's at, crazy. <laughs> at multiple times, she has glanced over to an odd corner of the room. It seemed relative, not like super obvious every time she's done it but you can tell uh but you met both managed to kind of pick up on it and you see over to that corner and there is a mirror at an angle that is reflected down upon all of you here (gasps) you also notice the fact though that despite having looked at it a number of times she continues to glance back to it as the conversation goes on i assume that's to check that we're not vampires consistently check in a I, I paranoid ma- way. I couldn't remember the lore if vampires had reflections. Uh, they, they do not have not- reflections in silvered mirrors. Okay. Anything silver does not reflect a vampire. I thought a reflection that just showed their true form. Which oh, is like- yes, you're correct, actually. Yes, it shows actually what they look like as a regular person. Oh, which so it's is, not the pretty self, not the glamour. It's self. not the pretty self, and it's not even the weird, like, black-eyed self with fangs. It is the completely what they looked like before they were a vampire, before they were idealized. So, yeah, it's, uh, vampires hate to look upon themselves because they are so vain. Um, but to anyone else, it's pretty easy to tell there is a notable difference between who you're looking at and... They're so vain. I bet they think that mirrors about them. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Eh, Grove leaves. He's going to the stocks. We'll keep an eye out for those who travel with you. This is not a time to be spreading out and wandering. I trust them. I trust you, comrades. I don't trust anyone else. Please keep an eye out. I understand. 
and I regret what's happened, but there's still much to be done, and I have great faith in you to do what needs to be done when the time comes. I refuse to let this town fall. I'll do whatever it takes. That's what we need. I look at Conrad like, dude? Dude. <laughs> you aware how crazy your lady friend is? Like... To be fair, she's done an Admiral she read your job mind so and punches you in the throat. <laughs> yeah, an Admiral job, but she's also putting people in stocks probably for saying, like, uh, did we need to kill all those dudes? I'm pretty sure, like, none of them were ghouls or whatever. What do you think uh, Grove is about uh, to go check out? <laughs> exactly, yeah. But yeah, I'm like, I wasn't going to stop Grove from checking that out. Um, but like specifically saying things like do whatever it takes and you know what must be done and stuff like that to someone who's Let the great work begin. It was like making <laughs> hope like mm, maybe don't like just throw logs onto this fire. Yeah. Oh, one more thing. If you see any signs of Octavio, stop him. Kill him. I don't care. Do whatever it takes. He has done many a suspicious act, and I believe he is consorting with ours. I didn't hear who you said there, Max. Rictavia. Oh, Rictavia. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Conrad raises an eyebrow. Inquisitive Endless. Sita. Yes, Conrad. I know you have the strength in you to do what needs to be done, but be careful, alright? Don't harden yourself to your allies if you don't have to, because you're strong, but you're not strong enough alone. I stay sturdy for what needs to be done for now. I will rest when something has been seen to. For now, I have many, many things to do. Just remember to also be Seed of Endless, the person. Not just Seed of Endless, the Inquisitor. With all due respect, she has not had time to exist for many years. They are one and the same, for as I am and live and breathe, I am an Inquisitor. And if you can bring an end, Strafford Moore, then we will be done with this painful existence here. We consider such pleasantries, then. Another good reason to add to the list. I've supported you all this time. Not just acquaintance. Giving you a higher import than everyone else here. You're someone I trust to get things done. So do. Yes. Walk to first, then Mara. If you need anything else, let me know. There is, though there is not much to spare right now. Keep what you have. Keep Palas alive. Doing my damnedest. He'll nod and walk from the library. Oh, and she'll take like a handful of envelopes off the edge of the table, some of them spattered with uh, loose bits of wax and uh, drops of ink. <sighs> take these down to Karlov. He's the one who brought you in. Should be anyway. You came from the direction of Kresk, right? Yes. Yeah, it'll be him. Indeed. And she just kind of presses them into your hand. I know, go be a postal boy. <laughs> Alright, as as you go to do that, um, Faustus, you head up the stairs and find yourself into that kind of debris maze that leads over to uh, the door of Victor's. Um, it's pretty similar to how it was last time, but you notice a few things that have fallen down since before. Like, not particularly strange objects, just that there's quite a few of the uh, piled-up junk boxes, uh, various bric-a-brac have kind of ended up in the path that you would wander around to get to his door. The moon. Three days. Yeah, he'll, uh, he'll pick up something light and, uh, toss it up against the door. Uh, <laughs> something light but solid. 
Try to make a knock sound you're looking for? Yeah. Sure, one moment here. And then, like, duck behind the, the door frame? Mm-hmm. Right, that's what we're looking for. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, you toss it against the door. Um, and there is a <laughs> noise as you toss it in. There's just this kind of wave of almost force, not lightning or any other other explosive thing that you see, but as the thing impacts into the side of it, there's just this blast that completely repulses the uh, wooden mannequin head out across the other side of the room and clatters against the other side. Some dust is shaken free from the ceiling. Uh, you see the sign directly hanging from the handle, which is kind of wave back and forth a little bit. But otherwise, sound mutes itself again pretty quickly. i call out, Victor, it's Faustus. You wait for a few seconds. 30 seconds, about a minute, where you can hear that of a lock unlocking, and, and you can see uh, a head just at the very edge of the door peeking through. God, it is you. Uh, yeah, uh, come c- come in. Uh, just kind of step away from it, not open it further. Is anyone else with you? No. She's not with you, is she? No, she's not. Oh, okay, come, come, in, come in. Seems you've had a rough time of it. Something great. When you're living in the house with a crazy woman and, uh, well, I guess two crazy women. I almost miss Isaac at this point. See him there, immense bags under his eyes, his dark hair more scattered than usual. Still looks somewhat emaciated, and uh, the room, about similar mess levels it was previous. Um, you can see a number of the skeletal cats currently uh, wandering about the interior, though. I remember that look. You look like senior year. I haven't known much schooling other than the private tutors who <laughs> they didn't stay very long. Books have been a better teacher than them anyway. That's that's not what's important. Still trifling with cats? <laughs> no, it's more of a long term thing. I, no, I'm I, I'm I'm ready. I don't I don't want to stay here anymore. And there's not gonna be anyone to stop me anymore. Oh, maybe only she would stop me. Isaac's not gonna chase me down any further, and I bet she doesn't even want me to stay here anymore. It would probably kill me if she saw me is all. Not a good place to be. No, not particularly. Where do you plan to go? Elsewhere, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, I still want to see Nefalia, right? See many of the places there, see people who actually understand culture, who actually don't want to kill me on a daily basis. Yes, Nefalia is much nicer than here. He absentmindedly traces a finger across the spine of one of the skeletal cats as it leaps up and kind of sits on the edge of one of the books. When he gazes down at it, he uh, immediately scoots it to the right off the edge of the book, but then continues absentmindedly petting it. The way you've been, you've been getting things done? Yes, I suppose you could say that. We're going to go kill the vampire soon. Am I going to get out of here? Considering running, but again, I think she sleeps. Perhaps not. I think we try soon. I hope good. we will. Good, good. I am I'm done here. I don't want to be here anymore, so... Whenever it comes time, I'll, I'll follow. I've packed up all my research, everything I've made. Good. I mean, other than these books, but like those can be scraped into a bag in 30 seconds. I've done it. Done what? Animated. He kind of had a nervous energy about him this entire time, sort of like jiggling to his body and uh, like fiddling with things, the cat being the least of it. But when you say that, he freezes up, stiffens, and all this sort of panic that's been on the edge of his personality ceases for a moment as he just stares at you. Not quite a smile, but a slight upturn to a crooked side of his mouth. Person? Yes. Six. Although two, I had to destroy due to circumstances. You did then. 
What was it like? It was exactly what I expected. Just a, a wet machine. Isn't that all we are, anyway? Functionally, yes. <sighs> What'd you do with them? What did they, they do? Are, what were they like? They're subservient, possessed of no free will. I don't believe there's anything that remains of the souls that may have once inhabited them. They're not people anymore, so makes sense. Not worried about that, anyway. They're in my wagon, disguised as corpses. Is it really disguised if there are? They're disguised as unmoving corpses. <laughs> but just... there's a chance. You can oh, sorry, yeah. in. Of, co- of course, I would love to. Um, whenever it comes time for us to leave, I suppose, I'll join you then. Until then, I want to keep this door as locked as possible. The Inquisitor doesn't want to bother, as long as I stay up here. Good to hear. He found it too tiresome. I had to move the second rune out of the way before you stepped in. I have some on the floor as well. Well, thank you. That's why I decided to keep my distance. Got about three set up, and I'm hopeful she can't come overcome that many, but who knows? Every once in a while, you find out that Inquisitors are capable of more than you thought. That seems to be the case, and I didn't expect after we've reached the Accord for us to turn such... Something happened to the town, vampires, I guess. Then people died, she lost it. I wasn't sure how much she had to begin with, but at this point, it's basically nothing. She's been fueled by rage, and I don't think much else. She had the maid leave, so I don't think she's eating either. Well, perhaps the situation will work itself out then. I'm starving at approximately the same rate as her, though. Much more sleep. That helps. You wouldn't happen to have any food on you, would you? Uh... Uh, Faustus probably does not carry food, generally speaking. You were supplied with rations, but to be honest, it makes sense for you just to leave that on the <laughs> wagon. Yeah, we haven't Illyria is always like, ooh, animal has food. N- not Faustus. Yeah, the, the only food he has on them are uh, two magic biscuits, but he can't have them. Well, this bread? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, like LSD... <laughs> Oh, right. That was so long ago. He's been carrying like the whole time. <laughs> I think it's four. Like I said, time is a construct. <laughs> you think they molded by now? With all the rain and squalor we've well, been walking magic, through? magic, so. Yeah. I can cast gentle repose on them. <laughs> that works on bodies, not food. Unless your food is a body. <sighs> oh, well. I often endeavor to steal more from the larder if I can help it. I'll try to send you some food up. Appreciate it. Leave a spot where a one-foot-tall entity could pass. I can do that. Have you discovered anything else in your... It looks around, cloister? <sighs> Made a little progress on the circle. Wanted to see how else it worked. Um, I don't think we have a butler anymore now. Although you probably met him to begin with. Um, that's most of it. It hasn't been very long. Transcribed a few things, packed everything needing to go. I don't know a lot of the effects some of these things still have on people. Some of the things I've put into words I didn't originally before, I didn't expect to be sharing a lot of this. Understandable. Um, that's most of it. I did have a stockpile of food at one point. Um, that was yesterday. Uh, that, that stopped being a thing. So, uh, I will need to get supplies and rations before we do leave proper, but that's about it. It's fine. The people that I know can keep us alive in the wilderness indefinitely, I'm sure. That doesn't sound particularly pleasant, but I'll accept it. I'll try to get you some food tonight. Thank you. 
It's a lot for me more than anyone else here. Food is not a major concern. The better question would be what more is planning for us. He's planning something. Oh, of course he's planning something. Is there something in particular he's planning? Oh, I believe that if me and my companions do not arrive quickly enough, he'll mount a full-scale attack on this or another town here in Stensia. Hmm. Is that what the vampires were then? <laughs> well, then I would rather sooner deal with that than later then. I'd rather fight a vampire than have them approach me in my home. Well, if you're going to fight a vampire, you could do worse than your own home. Maybe. Doesn't feel much safer anymore, though. Unless I wanted to step on this circle and wait a minute. In which case, I'd, I'm certain I'd send them somewhere. Well, home isn't the same when the people aren't there. If you ask me, there's never been people here. Certainly not like the Nephalian people. I better get there sooner than later, huh? Yes, I certainly can't fault Eustensians on your fortitude. Holding out for a dream, I suppose. Is there anything else you need? Your candles, extra charcoal. Um, I don't suppose you'd happen to have bones on hand. I'd rather not powder one of my cats. Not on me, but it should be easy enough. That's most of it. Those three. He can probably he'll probably pull some charcoal and uh, candles out of his uh, alchemist kit. Yeah, that'll serve for the night at least. It's a small amount. Thank you. You're welcome. I haven't had much time to work. I'll take advantage where you can and try not to make it too obvious. I mean, I don't presume you would have anyway, but she's she's on a blood path. Yes, I will be interacting with her as little as possible. I'd suggest it. It'd be kind of a. Oh, stiff nod, and then just positions his hands kind of awkwardly. One kind of grabs on the edge of a book, and the other on the table next to him, kind of tapping. So he's he looks extremely uncomfortable, <laughs> but more in the way that is very clear that he just doesn't know how to end a conversation. <laughs> I'll send you what I can. I'll, I'll see you then, or whatever you're uh, familiar then. And he'll head downstairs. Sure. Um. So I guess for just asking with the other people there, uh, since you'd be approaching down there, did Conrad, uh, Illyria, and um, Grimhild immediately leave, or did they just like kind of step out of that room and then linger? I assume we're walking out of the house so we can talk safely away from Crazy Lady. I was going to take the letter down to the guy, but otherwise just sort of hang around and wait for Faustus to show back up. Sure, okay. Um, we'll get back to that in a moment. I just wanted to make sure where they were. Um. Grove and Nick, in relatively short order, um, you both leave uh, downstairs, passing by the man waiting out there. Um, as you approach, he just kind of extends a hand forward. You're still traveling. You aren't accompanied by your Inquisitor. He's uh, meeting with the Eye Inquisitor right now. Did you give your permission to wander the town? Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I assumed it was implicit in being allowed in that, that we would be, uh, uh, you know, like point a mirror at me or something. Like I'll submit to. Uh, not looking for trouble. Where are you trying to go? We're just trying to keep things smooth, keep people off the streets as much as possible. No, 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 I get that. I'm just looking to make sure, uh, looking after one of the Baroness's guests, you've got her up in the, uh, the jail at the moment. Oh, yes. Um, well, she's one of the few people there. I think everyone else is currently clapped in stocks. I can show you the way. Yeah, if you've got the time. I should wait here. Give me directions then. Points. I'll sort it out. Man. He looks kind of indecisive about doing that sort of split off, but then eventually, like, kind of painfully nods and says, "All right, all right. It's see that home over there, third on the left." 
Not exactly a home. It's pretty similar to the other buildings, though. That would be the one. All right. Thank you. I'll nod. Uh, watch after you as you leave, but not specifically suspiciously. More just like a constant air that he seemed to have about him. Not just only at you. Uh, not long after, though, you're followed up by Grove. And what about you? Stocks. <sighs> I presume you're not being sent to them. Perhaps I feel sh- there would have been more shouting. Fine. <sighs> you should know where they are, center of town. We'll just walk off. He knows if he talks in this situation, it's going to go <laughs> very southern very fast. <laughs> well, how do you see them stocks, y'all? Not that type of southern. Okay. Um, let's go with Nick, because he would have gotten there first to see how the conversations are happening. Um, yeah, you find yourself moving to one of the buildings. It's relatively small, um, kind of a one-room sort of thing, uh, with a bunch of smaller kind of boxed-off areas with uh, impromptu... Uh, well. Well-made bars, but uh, this building does not seem specifically built to be a jail as someone who has seen bigger cities and both been in and put people in jail. <laughs> um, um, are, are the bars actually like, is the, is the cell secured? Uh, it is like it is closed. Um, there does seem to be uh, like a latching mechanism on the outside. It doesn't seem like particularly a heavy amount of locks. Again, this seems more of like a hold up sort of thing. Um, than it is actually like a place to keep people. <laughs> like a place to put your drunk folks, maybe. Yeah, really, that's the main idea of it. Um, anything bigger would probably go to the stocks, anything bigger than the stocks would go to either execution or being sent away. Um, there's only no room one... for a prison industrial complex in, uh, in Estrad. Well, you know, you need to make sure you can license it out first, and they just don't have that support out in Stensia. <laughs> You gotta look into all the advancements they make in competitive uh, jailing over in the fall. You know? <laughs> look, man, we don't even know buy them anything. They can just sustain themselves off that angelic light. Um, but yeah, so uh, you find yourself uh, moving into there. There's only one guard in, not a Cathar this time. Um, kind of a simple leather jerkin with um, thicker leather gloves and boots. Uh, kind of frazzled hair and leaning back in a chair against the wall. They look up as you enter, and then a moment later kind of jerk forward as the chair uh, clatters forward, and they stand up and brush off the edge of their pants. Uh, yes, can I help you? Uh, are, yeah. you sent- it's true to see the inmate. Uh, I just met with the Inquisitor. Uh, I wasn't sent here specifically. Just looking after a guest. Understood. Um... Yeah, she's far and just kind of points the other side of the room, which is like 20 feet away. Yeah, worries. Yeah, uh, you walk down to the edge. None of the other ones seem to currently be filled at this point in time. Um, but you find yourself to the end, and you can see in the dark skin and very deep red hair of uh, Rena, kind of pulled herself into the corner against uh, this mat in there. There's not exactly a bed or chair or anything of the sort. There's just kind of a thick straw mats piled up in the edge. She's still in fine clothing, but not armor or anything equipped to her. I leave for less than two days, and you're already in here. <laughs> a sarcastic voice is better than not really any. To be fair, it were an eventful two days. She stands up, looks over to you with kind of a weak smile, but um, takes a moment to push some of her hair down. It's not been great, though, I can say the least. <sighs> Doesn't seem like anywhere's going to be very well for having me. I'll admit, um, when I heard that he had this place roughed up, 
I figured I wouldn't find you here. Thank the Inquisitor for that. Not that she's very happy about it. I don't think she's ever very happy about much of anything. Not that, that, I that she's more furious about it than usual? Yeah. She spent time keeping track of me. Killed too, but I feel like she thought she could be elsewhere. Which is why she put me in here. Can't fault your reasoning, even if uh, I'm sure it hasn't been comfortable. No, that's why I haven't argued. Though I will admit, seeing friendly, competent faces, or face at least at the moment, is very relieving. <laughs> Competent. Now let's not say things we can't take back. You've you've killed things in my presence, and they haven't killed you particularly well. You're pro- okay. Yeah, you just need to be around me. <laughs> See when I tried uh, that that guy who uh, kidnapped you. Yeah, that didn't go. That didn't go very well at all. <laughs> that that sounds like a story, but a story I'd rather have outside of bars. The uh, the attack is over. I should think. I I don't know. I don't really understand the situation that happened. From what they said, the from the church and the uh, the coffin makers, where the vampires came from, apparently had been smuggling them into town. So it may have been in the plans for a while, I guess. But considering some of the other opportunities they took, it makes it more pointed in my direction. The bats didn't help. Those so like kind of raises up one arm, and you can see uh, a mark on it. I mean, it didn't exactly bite me, but Having a bony bat doesn't really add to being gentle. Either way, I can't tell you if it's done. If you're saying anything, Axe, you're quiet. You got me quiet. I don't know if your audio got destroyed once again. His laptop restarted for no discernible reason. Good. <laughs> oh. Excellent. <laughs> As you expect of your technology. <laughs> when he had a scene, though. Oh, poor Axe. Um, let's see, is this still live? It's still live. Okay. Yes. Yeah, they change it so that as long as there's people in the call, it Excellent. does not. We can segue out. from this scene then. <laughs> Grove. Uh, while we wait to get back to that, uh, you are heading out towards the center of town. Question: Is the bar we frequent near this? Kind of to the east of it, but yes, it's near, not directly. He will probably stop there first because he realizes he doesn't know anybody in this town. Sure. Uh, well, anybody that might be in stocks outside of the people in the <laughs> bar. Sure. Um, you loop your way over there. Um, and yeah, you find yourself at the uh, Blue Water Inn once again. Um, and you step inside. Uh, as you approach, uh, it's mostly silent from over there. And when you open up the door, though it's the similar tavern environment you had seen many a time, it is almost entirely empty. You can see the uh, man you've spoken with quite a few times. Uh, we'll check the name. It's been a while. I think it's Irwin. <laughs> One moment here. That's entirely my fault for forgetting that offhand. But The internet will remind us. It's been a hell of a long time, luckily. And I am also very bad at being prepared. Sorry, internet. I'm a garbage person. Yeah, it's Irwin. Okay, I was right. Um, yeah, you... Uh, see Erwin Markov currently at the bar. The only other individuals you see inside at the moment are uh, two young men, um, both in excessively fancy suits um, and tousled hair. One of them a bit, quite a bit fluffy from the other. The other is cut short, but either way, they uh, seem to be smirking and talking between themselves somewhat conspiratorially. Um, 
there is actually one other individual uh, over in one of the far corners next to one of the windows is a somewhat balding on top man with kind of round around the middle glasses on his face and a thin mustache. Yeah, I guess four people you see in here. Yeah, he'll kind of go up to the bar and ask for just uh, just be his usual charming blunt self and ask if the where Rictavio and the two uh, hunters that he hung out with before are at. Oh, you aren't just a sight for sore eyes, my friend. Um, couldn't tell you too much about Rictavio. Ah, well, get to that. Um, but as for, uh, those two, um, I'm so bad at names. One moment here. There we go. Uh, as for Sildo and Yevgeny, uh, they're both about, I think, off doing hunting. I want to get out of town as soon as possible once things start going down. People throwing baseless accusations at those of us who are conf- competent. They weren't even here at the time of the attack yet, considering they're ones with bows. They're told that they should have been. It's a shame. It's not Hunter's fault when he's out when an attack happens. But if you could reach them as quickly as possible, I feel... Uh, Hope they'll be back by. There's nowhere else to drink around here. As quickly as possible, I feel as if there's some misjustice going on at the stocks. I wish to uh, use their expertise to alleviate... I'm not exactly sure what sort of expertise you're looking for, friend. Um, I don't know the people who live here. They do. Most of us know the people who live here. I do not. And I'd rather not take you away from your patrons. <laughs> what little of them there are these days. Well, that's fine. I'll leave a message with them to get back. Um, I think they had a meet up with Paul and something about exchanging affairs uh, of some sort. You can tell them the quicker the better. I shall be at the stocks questioning, trying to fix what little could be fixed without their assistance. That'll probably be a couple hours still. Should be back after that, though, if you're gonna wait. I will be there as long as it takes. I wouldn't linger too visibly. Cathars are a bit antsy these days. Fuck the Cathars. <laughs> I'd be a bit more muted about that, friend, but he just kind of, even though he says but, he just kind of raises up two glasses and flanks them together himself. <laughs> He'll he'll give him like two or three coin and then just go tromping back. Oh, this money you deserve a drink. Save it. I'll drink after I'm done here. Fair enough. Take care, friend. Girl, would you politely make me a perception check, or very rudely make me a perception check? Either way, uh, he's in a rude mood. <laughs> also, that he he's okay with Nick. That wasn't to all Cathars. Just the, he's got. Hey, hey, Nick is a lapsed Cathar. Listen, I'm sure he's still. I believe that the. Uh, church term is apostate. Loving <laughs> <it enough. laughs> I wonder what the actual term in this is. When you just like, quit. It, like it, no, it's apostate because there's an, there's another apostate midnight duelist. Um, yeah, like, I know, I know like of wandering apostate. Great, the cards? but I didn't know. Okay, uh, no, I don't think uh, maybe I don't know if apostate is actually the word they use. I know that if you're still affiliated with the church but disagree with the church, you become a monk or not a monk. Uh, what's the term? They have it term for it. Damn it, it's been a while. Uh, I got a um, 16. Fuck, it's been too long. I think it might be a monk. But anyway. Um, it might actually be. Anyway. Um, okay. Um, as you head out, it's very clear that the other three patrons still in here do keep their eyes on you. Um, however, it's more notable from the kind of rotund man across the way who just kind of watches you until you leave, whereas the other two watch you for a moment and then go back to their drinking. I think seeing all the people stare at him, he'll probably, like, just snarl a bit and then walk out, slam the door. 
I'll lash at him. He'll pay for it when he gets back. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure, we'll get to your thing at the stocks in just a moment, then. Yeah, finish Nick's stuff. Uh, yeah, firstly, Nick, what was the last thing you heard? Um, what was the last thing you heard? Because it cut off mid-sentence, but like I, I heard my, my uh, headphones cut out while I was still talking. Oh, so I my computer was like shutting down in steps. Yeah, awesome. I didn't hear you at any point during that. It's been a little bit of time. Um, see, she was talking about getting out from behind bars. She was describing the attack, and I didn't hear any response after that. Oh, oh, I said, yeah, um, the attack is is over, right? Yes, I heard that. Okay, that all came through. Okay. And then she was explaining what the circumstances of the attack were. Um, okay. To not to not fully go into like replaying it out as much as I probably should, but whatever, to save time. We can stitch it together later, it's fine. Um, she, yeah, she basically just mentions that uh, apparently it was a thing where it had been a little bit prepared for a while because the church and the coffin makers had been uh, had vampires already in them, apparently, from what little they could tell. Possibly smuggled in. Um, however, parts of it got a little bit more uh, direct, especially in her direction. And then she showed you a mark on her arm from where she had been scratched by a, a, a skeleton bat. And then mentioned that, uh, though they had done worse to others, that it wasn't exactly gentle, as there's not really a good way for a skeleton to be gentle. <laughs> no, skeletons are always rough. They and know the hard else. edges. <laughs> so. Well, but I guess you're still in here just because they're not sure if it's over yet. They don't know how much it's been invaded, how much they'll keep directly chasing me. And who knows, if they came back tonight, I don't That's blame fair. them. No. I just I wish it was over. I wish I knew why he cared so much. Believe me, I'd be happy to try and fight them. I'm not a list or anything, but were it not for apparently how important I am, I would not consider myself any sort of wilting rose. <laughs> yeah, you know, she, uh, the High Inquisitor kind of intimated that, uh, well, she kind of, what's the word? Like, I hate to make light of this, but she kind of pouted that you hadn't left with us to Krasik. And she had talked it up even before the attack. And the few times yeah. I spoke with her, mentioned of its safety and its seclusion. Oh, so before she even had a reason to. Great. Okay. Well, I suppose there was that, that thing. Trust with the Isaac. location as much as it seems exclusionary. Yeah. I get it. I just don't agree with it. Well, in any case, if here's a place you want to be, I'm just saying watch your back because she's clearly already ideating about uh, you not being here. She doesn't seem like she wants anything like that around here. Who's not fair? I, again, can't blame her. But vampires, weirdos with dolls, you do tend to bring excitement wherever you go. At least as far as I can reckon it, and I haven't reckoned it long. I could use a very boring amount of life after this. Hopefully there's an after this. Hopefully this isn't forever. Well, if everything goes okay, then we should be able to to solve that particular problem. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we're going to give it a shot. So. That's all I can ask for. Thank you. You've done far more than your contract asks. Well, informal <laughs> contract. Well, as soon as I heard that they had uh, locked you up, I just wanted to make sure that you like weren't going nuts in here. <sighs> Desperately wanting a book, going nuts. I'm just kind of staring at a wall. I Any, count the uh, amount of like lines in the mortar here at least five times now. <laughs> Any preference? I suppose I could steal into the library. Mm, something with a lot of like illustrations of nature. So were they like analyzing it? Maybe birds. I like birds. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. 
Thank you. Is one, sorry, one last thought. Does it seem like it will go okay so far? Honestly, it's really hard to tell. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm optimistic or pessimistic because things keep going the opposite of the way I think they're going to go. Well, so then don't you just need to be pessimistic so it will go the opposite of that? No, what I mean is that um, in some ways he surpasses my expectations and in some ways he falls entirely short of them and it's it's hard to really get a bead on him. I couldn't give you odds for this is what I'm saying and I usually consider myself a fairly decent gambler. I'll take that. That's a lot better than what most people do of the, well, I'm probably going to die, but wish me luck. Or, you know, immediately saying they're going to do well, but have no idea about the circumstances. You know, I mean, if that's the case, yeah, I might as well bet on myself. Because if I'm dead... How are you going to cash in? I won't have to pay out, yeah. So I put like like 100 sheep on it? <laughs> oh, you're betting me over it. Sure. I can do that. All right. Time to go see how intellectual the Baroness is. Uh, not particularly, though. There seems to be enough in there from the library when I checked it. But yeah, she sits back further towards the edge of the mat. Leans back, less kind of curled in on herself now. They, uh, they are feeding you here, right? <laughs> not particularly well, but then again, I don't need much. I survived in a house surrounded by zombies every other night for six months. So this isn't terrible. Okay. See so, yeah, he'll head out. Grab. He's going to get a book and food that doesn't suck and <laughs> bring it back to her at some point. Cool. But man, Nick is such a gentleman. <laughs> the fact that he is compared to all of you is the funniest thing. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. It's just he hasn't had a chance to be a gentleman to anybody. Charming ruffian as opposed to gruff boys. <laughs> well, because we're in, we're, we're in the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Go back over to the uh, Baroness's Manor. Um, Grimhild, Illyria, and Conrad, you were lingering near the doorway, waiting for Faustus. And so, uh, not too long later, he comes down. Uh, you notice also, having headed down <laughs> multiple flights of stairs. Is anybody around right now, besides, like, us? Um, I mean, the High Inquisitor is upstairs, otherwise uh, making a perception check. Cool. Uh, there does not seem to be. I mean, there's clearly the man waiting outside, and there is the uh, High Inquisitor upstairs. How far away is the man outside? I'm behind a door, um, looking out through the window at least a good 20 feet. Okay. So kind of murmur to Conrad. Please tell me that you found her actions alarming. Yes, of course. Oh, thank God. I think Avison. Did you see the mirror? I did. I don't think it's even a bad idea. It's it's not. The continued checking was a little alarming, though. Yes. it's People are not known to spontaneously turn into vampires. We'll keep an eye on it. So what are we going to do from here on out? Um, out of character question, are all of like, the Cathars and stuff, did she bring them with her? Are like, they not Stensian? Uh... Almost none of them seem to be. That is correct. The guards seem to be okay. just from the town. The Cathars that are here are almost entirely contingent traveling with her. Additional out-of-character question. Are these Cathars that would have been in the town anyway, or ones that came at her call? That's what we just talked. Well, <laughs> just uh, I didn't, yeah, she I, brought a bunch of 
dudes with her. The church isn't in Stencia very much. Especially okay. this section of Stencia. The like, they, the they talk about this. The only real Cathos you see are the couple of, like, road watchers that travel about. Um, okay. And that's basically, okay. like, the one dude with the big-ass crossbow. Uh, Castine, who has a, like, crazy whip set. And uh, Rem Corrales, who's been, as some of you know, at least, has been hanging out here, is pretending to be a uh, uh, circus and he is trusted by the Cathar. <laughs> yep, the blade being twisted. But yeah, so that you know that much that like there might have been a Cathar too who could have traveled out here on their own, but it's very even that's kind of unlikely. And the amount that is here, they almost all certainly came with her. Some might have originally been from Sensi and traveled to the bigger cities, but they wouldn't have been here naturally for this purpose. The guards so are all local though. So what's the plan? Well, right now we wait for Faustus, and then we go take on Fiona Vokter. Destabilize her gri- her grip on the region, and then from there on, I imagine we go to Mora. What do we know about this Fiona lady again? Out of character because it's been a million years. Uh, Rich owns a big manor in town. Is like the other high roller than uh, the Baroness, um, and you know, secret vampires because <laughs> it's it's an open secret that vampires come and buy things from artisans okay. and create. Yeah, as long as we know that she's shitty, that's fine. Um. Anyway, other than that, second place, but Nick comes back in to check out the library. I don't know where you guys are at. <laughs> yeah, it'll be just a little bit of time that you get there. Um, so oh, you might Nick. pass by. Oh, Nick. Is down there. Okay, Faustus would, Faustus would get down there first before you would even be there. Um, and then uh, I like that you're both feeding people. <laughs> yeah, at some point when he's alone, Faustus will send Victor to go steal food from the uh, kitchen and take it back up. Oh, sure, that's not hard. He s- seems very cheerful to do so. Yay, crime! He gets to play with the skeleton cats. He back and he's riding on one of the skeleton cats carrying <laughs> a loaf of bread. That is the uh, cutest imagery it's ever. Like, no, it's, it's not. Like, it's like gross. one of those weird like gnome statues that someone had out front, except a lot more macabre. I love it. Gross. Um, anyway, yeah, he seems plenty happy to do it and gives you like a half salute before he toddles off in that direction. Um, but, uh, yeah, so then the other thing you know about, uh, Lady Walker than just her being rich and having some control over the region is that, uh, at least as far as you've heard from the Inquisitors, the only person you've really talked to about it, she has long time been a, uh, vampire sympathizer. <laughs> um, and she said that other people kind of even get the similar idea from her, but, uh, that she's kind of this ingrained figure in the town. Probably had more power than the Baroness, to be honest, but a high inquisitor has a lot of fucking power, so maybe less slash on par to that. What she does can, she do for the town? She secretly writes Stephen Maurer, or Stephen Maurer, insert fanfiction with herself. Um, she's kind of just a patron to it. She's rich. She makes the economy happen. She holds minor events. Um, there's meetings with people who visit her from time to time. Um, I mean, her sons are reckless spenders who go out and do stupid things, and that does actually help the economy. <laughs> Turns out, um, when you last went by years ago, um, you would have known also that her husband was a very prominent figure, handled some of the, uh, a lot of construction things, like he actually managed teams to get together to build new houses, plant new plants, uh, plant new trees to go into them. So was he a vampire sympathizer? Uh, you don't know. Is he a vampire now, and that's why she's into vampires? Uh, no one's seen him in a Probably while. Get, uh, was there an established funeral like for him? Basically. Or was no. it just he never came out again? Um, the, uh, I mean, you guys haven't checked is the thing also. like <laughs> You guys are asking a lot of questions when like you just haven't. You don't know. 
Like, that's the extent that you would have picked up from traveling through previous and from the Inquisitor who you have asked. Also, Prophecy says she has a cool sword. I think she writes vampire fan fiction. You know how I feel about cool swords. Yeah. Are you going to take a cool sword? They are, by law, mine. <laughs> this, this one's the Moonlight Greatsword. Oh, shit. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, let's get that. <laughs> you need to it's upgrade actually the Moonlight Great Pin. She, it, it's because it's mightier than the sword, actually. With all her right. vampire fighters. <laughs> Leave. Fired. Go. <laughs> that wasn't even the worst pun. It was just really strained to get there. It's Why? fine. It wasn't a pun. It was a reference to a proverb. I guess, yeah, I suppose. The point being, like... Unless he means pin, like what you would poke oh a, my God. a witch we, with. No. <laughs> anyway, scene continues. You guys would ask questions out of character. Faustus approaches down the stairs. Woo. <laughs> Hello, Faustus. Hello. It sounds like things have been interesting here. Who were you speaking with? I spoke with Victor. You went. Well, he's been hiding in his room, afraid of the Inquisitor. His mother has been cloistered as well. It sounds like things have been rather unpleasant even before Moore showed up. Has he been continuing his experiments? He showed me runes he was working on. Anything promising? Well, he nearly blew the door off the hinges when I threw a rock at it. I seem to remember something similar the last time he came by. He wants to come with us, help us against Moore. I'm inclined to take all the allies we can get. Indeed. But for now, we have another target. Do we go a day without one at this point? No, but this one is particularly important. Why? Well, she's exerting a great deal of pro-vampire control over this area, and she has a section of the prophecy. As you say this, the front door opens, and Nick kind of slides into the room. Hello, Nick. Just in the library. Don't go to the library. Why? It's weird up there. Good luck. May Avison protect you. Try not to look like a vampire. I mean... He smooths down his collar that had previously been topped. I, 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 I'm a pretty handsome gent, but uh, I'm not likely to be confused with a vampire. It's Blah. I mean, you do suck. <laughs> wow. wow! Jesus, are we sure Faustus is the dark wizard here? Because that was a lot of shade. <laughs> right, well, I'm, uh... Don't make... Um, sudden moves. Even if you're recoiling from a burn. I, I get it. She's, she's kind of nuts. I'll Not kind of. Okay, she's a lot of nuts. I'm gonna, I, I, I go give the letters to that guy. Yeah, you know, you're right. I, I, I can't handle a single crazy high inquisitor. I, I need all of you to encounter so I can a book. This is not an existential issue. Are we going to? Am I, should I? Should I get like an exploratory company together to go to the kitchen to get something? Or uh, you might have to. Yeah, he will. <laughs> he will go to the library. <laughs> there went a brave man. I hope we see him alive again. <laughs> um. Yeah. Since that's a very short thing, uh, you check up to the library, which is also in a bit of disarray. It's very adjacent to the room that uh, the Inquisitor currently is in. I don't know how crazy uh, reaches all the way in here. Nice. It's extremely possible. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can see a number of the books have either been ripped free from the bookshelves or knocked off or a very number of places. But looking around for a bit, it's not too long before you can find some uh, manuals about the fauna of the area, some hunting guides. 
And he will, he will come back looking self-satisfied of what he, whatever evil he apparently defeated by being able to go to the fucking library. I won't lie, I thought she was in the library. Is that a Jason from the get-go? For whatever reason, I had it in my head that she was in the library, which is why I was like, oh, be careful. I return a book richer. Well done. So, what are we, uh... Are we going straight to that vampire lady, Conrad? Vampire lady? Fiona walked to... Not a vampire herself, but very into them. Maybe a vampire herself. Who knows at this point? I imagine a lot of the gloves are off now. I would think that the High Inquisitor would. Hmm. Yes, but... I don't think she knows as much as... Nearly as much as she thinks she does. No, but she is very paranoid. You didn't think she didn't put a mirror on that lady as soon as she could? She has been... She may not have had the chance to. Yes. Uh, Fiona Walker has been locked up in her own mansion. And she's a sympathizer? Seems that way. Hmm. Uh, as near as I can tell, she's a socialite, middle-aged, I was imagine. Mm. Uh, just, the know, economy? No, it's, it, it tends to get some people, you know. It's like, oh, I'm gonna die. Here's a way I can't. Or they like being beautiful. There's there's a hundred reasons that you want to be a vampire. They're all stupid, but... Plus, just... I, I know you're probably tired of me mentioning it by now, but she is mentioning the prophecy. Right. Surrounded by madness. Uh, and a yep. moon sword? Yes, the sword of moonlight. Hmm. Nick, did you see Grove? Yeah, he, uh, he's. Do you know he was going to the stocks sometime? By the way, it was, uh, it was, it was Victor that was surrounded by madness. Walker was the wealthy woman, a staunch ally of the devil. Staunch ally of the devil, right? Right. Okay. There's plenty of madness here for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you prepared to go out and see her? Uh, I'd like to make a quick stop to see if the rune rite still exists. <coughs> um, we'll worry about that in a moment. Um, firstly, um, are people tired enough that they just want to call it off right now, or do they want the one more scene in the stocks? Uh, I can do one more scene. Yeah, that's fun. If it's not like a yeah. combat scene. It's, it's definitely <laughs> not unless well, Grove gets pissed and cuts that, someone's head then off. We will end until next session. Sure. I need to catch up on my bloodlust. I missed a battle last session. I'm gonna murder these pe- these poor innocent fools. It was also not a battle last session. <laughs> yeah, so. we didn't have a battle. Question, question one: What's that smell? It's blood. <laughs> Can you smell that smell? The smell of death surrounds you. <laughs> Got noses on the inside. Um, yes, in Estrad's most famous bard, Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Brody. Okay, so, um, Grove, you head out towards the center of the town, and you can see a number of these stalks set up, not particularly in a circle, kind of a rough-shaped one, um, around a uh, central area town, not exactly a pedestal, but kind of a somewhat raised section. All the pay, uh, stonework leads up to there, and it's slightly more raised than the rest of it. Kind of a ring, almost. These flank that ring in a, again, rough circle, but not exactly. There are uh, at least ten of them that are filled, currently filled, and another five set up. Hmm. I guess we'll just start going one on, uh, just going up one at a time to each of these people. Um. Okay, so you wander up to the first one. You can see this kind of gray-haired man, uh, bristly beard, um, kind of just completely hanging there, eyes shut. Wasn't It isn't until the sound of your footsteps approaching that he opens them, clearly. 
Uh, I guess, first of all, do I recognize anybody at the stocks? <laughs> How much do you pay attention to random folks you pass? Unless they were in the bar, or I had meaning to talk to them, not at all. No, not really. Okay. You do, however, see, um, as you approach this area and stop over by one of the stocks, um, one Cathar has been kind of wandering around the central square, um, stops and comes over, starts walking in your direction. He's, uh, about half the square away. Um, he'll wait for that guy to come and then kind of just look over the sky and kind of probably slip the, the silver ring off of his braid. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, you linger there until uh, man approaches close. Hey, you... No one's supposed to be interacting with them. Please, move along to whatever you were issued to go. I was issued to come here. Well, I have been told not to let anyone linger or interact with them. This is their punishment. So please, move along. For what? What is your punishment for asking the guy in front of me? The guy in front of you just looks over to the other Cathar nearby and looks back to you. The other Cathar, like, is kind of approaching closer and uh, about to put a hand on your shoulder. Apparently undermining the festival is a crime these days. Undermining is also a strange word for it. You shut up. The guy standing points to the man. You. I am told to leave them here and no one to talk to them. You may either leave or I may escort you to leave. I would suggest the former. Are you just following orders? Just listening to somebody and not letting these people actually... Orders are vital. Nonetheless, I am following what I am instructed as you should right now. I do not wish for more trouble than we are currently having. Seems like you could have a lot less trouble. So you best watch your next words carefully. Now I would suggest you either step away from this man... Or I shall call for help and escort you out of this town. Or clap you into them. I would nearby set myself. Hmm. Uh. He'll step away and go sit on the edge and wait for the the hunters to come. He'll make a ruckus then. <clears throat> but that can happen later. Okay. Uh, yeah. You step away and... You see the Cather kind of lower his arm that had been tensed over near where his sword was, and just kind of uh, look away and look down at the man you're talking to. <laughs> he spits near that man's feet, but then walks away. The man, uh, currently held in the stocks, just kind of looks over to you and gives this slight turn of his head, and not exactly a shrug, as if it's difficult to shrug when you're in such a location, but kind of a nod of, not exactly dismissal, but... Tired acceptance, I suppose. Hmm. Nah. He'll just... He will... will offer kind words to the man, but that's about it. Because he's going to sit and he's going to wait for these hunters to come. Okay. So he can do Since something. timeline that is a ways away, um, while the others travel to, uh, to speak to the lady, and we'll see you along the way, um, and you sit there waiting for to understand the situation, I think we'll call an end of the session there. Yay. Yay! Good good night. We made it. Good night, Sinter. Questions, comments, concerns? Nope. Mm-mm. Why they gotta be like that? Oh, Grove is so pissed at everybody. Because martial law's a bitch. Yep. I suppose I should also apologize for continuing to run a D&D session like barely ever having combat. Ooh.
Whatever. I, I was trying to avoid getting pretend. into a fight because I can tell you right now, Grove is about a hair trigger away from getting into a fight. <laughs> Yo, dude, guess what? Grimhild is looking at this bitch strolling with a bunch of people <laughs> not from here, trying to tell people in Stencia how to live their goddamn lives. So it's like, hey, guess what? We've been here longer than you. We know what the fuck we're doing. Oh, yeah, no, you, did you... Did right? you we don't think you're like, losing your goddamn mind because you're surrounded by vampires. Guess what? We're always surrounded by vampires. Like, with that tweet with the claps in between each word. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly what it clap. <laughs> That's some good shit right there. Good shit. That's some good shit right there. 100, 100. <laughs> no, that's... Uh, that's what I was saying in chat. I was like, Grove... Uh, I was like, man, Grove is gonna ice this. Oh, she's so bad. And then I think he has pretty choice words for Victor, but that's because he's pretty angry at everybody. Because he's never not angry, apparently. That's a secret. He's always angry. Nick's fine. How do parents (laughs) even work in the setting? Like, is there a king? Uh, No, there's uh, There's not a king. king. Yeah, there's the um, Pope. Yeah, Pope. Pope doesn't seem to have any fucking control over this area. Yeah, this particular area fucking sucks. It's it's town by town. Yeah, it's probably okay, well, land. Okay, I guess Baron confuses me because that's in the system that, that usually exists in. Um, I mean, they are technically connected to a larger structure, which is technically connected to the church. The church barely exists here, but it technically does. Okay, but the Lunar in specific is the person who like owns Innistrad. You need to find someone who's person that we can put, so we can put them in control when we uh, either murder or kick out this Inquisitor. And the other important person in town. I'm sorry? Listen, <laughs> I've, I've still got a jar of spider poison. God, hey, so I do I. I cannot wait until we reach the end of this campaign. I can talk about all like shit behind the scenes and like shit I've had to make up. And then like all there's so much shit. Wait. Oh, that is one thing that I'll have to I'll be asking Conrad next time if I remember, which is like, hey, have you did your sense weird bullshit thing around her? Because, like, she's really crazy, and she didn't seem quite this crazy when we first ran into her. I knew so that she seemed like a regular person way back in the past. So maybe there is, like, a spooky ghost, like, in her head or something. Or somebody Ooh, has just jacked up the, the nuttiness in her. Psychic attack. Eh, or maybe she got bring it up next time. By an altered ego. There are, a, like, there's a surprising amount of doppelgangers on Innistrad, and, like... Oh, 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 oh. I see she's got some 1-1 one, one catters on her. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she's buffer than she used to be! Fuck, we're fucked! <laughs> Just, like, throw a handful of salt at her. What the hell was that about? Poker with a cold iron rod? <laughs> Where's a bounce spell when we need one? The jewel is half of the die rounded up. Mm-hmm. For oh, level for the level HP. We yeah, we'll get to that, that after. We can get to that after we get off recording. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, but uh, with that said, for burning. Uh, nah, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I have to ask after every session. <laughs> with that said, uh, we'll see you next time, Internet. Bye, right. Internet. Good night. Good night.